Hi everyone, and welcome to the 163rd episode of Kingdom Hearts Union. I'm your host Brandon, and I'm here with Sabrina! Hi guys! Oh my god, Sabrina! <laughs> I know! What is this? I know, I, know. Just, I just can't just believe so, it. Just, just so everybody knows... Well, obviously everybody knows Kingdom Hearts 3 is out, but we've, both of us, Sabrina and I, we have beat beaten the game. Yeah, we beat the game. <laughs> we saw everything. Yeah, we know everything. What What is what is our lives now? What do we do? I go back to being a very stressful graduate student that needs to do her work. Yeah, that's oh true. Oh my god. <laughs> it just feels so weird because to some extent, a large part of our lives have been devoted to waiting to waiting for this game. Yeah. So it's like I waited exactly half my life for this game. That's messed up. Yeah. But Oh my gosh. Hey. I just Here I, we are. Ah, it's out. It's it came out. It was great and it's beautiful and it's So oh. I get I guess now our lives is waiting for Kingdom Hearts 4. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> On to the next one. As as Ariana Grande once said, Thank, thank you, you, next. Next. <laughs> <laughs> you. Thank you, next. Thank you, next. That's that's our message to Nomura. Oh my thank god, you. that's next. literally it. Yeah. Oh my god. So anyway, for you new folks, Kingdom Hearts Union is part of the podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union and is presented by the Gaming Union Network. We release every Tuesday, rotating each week with Final Fantasy Union, and we come out on the iTunes Store, KingdomHeartsUnion.com, and Kingdom Hearts uh, Kingdom Hearts Union's Twitter at KHUnion. We have a two-segment show today. Our first segment is our Kingdom Hearts 3 discussion, part one. Yeah. So let me just, oh my gosh. Let me just preface this <laughs> so everybody knows where we're at. So in terms of spoiler content, we will only be discussing the worlds uh, up, up to a certain point. So we will be covering the first two worlds i'm not even gonna say what they are but you should know what they are Uh, well obviously you know you know if you've been following the news obviously olympus coliseum is the first world we will be talking about that world and then a small but important world that happens right after that so if you know what that means you're free to stay if you don't know what that means you get out of here, Sonny, and you go play <laughs> your Kingdom Hearts 3. Do your homework before you come back. So just being clear, I will also say that, so I, I'm telling you we have a two-segment two show today. We secretly have a three-segment show today. So the secret, uh, uh, oh, yeah, the second segment is our question segment. But the secret third segment is going to be a very secret spoiler cast where we talk about the entire game. So if 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 you're also done like all like me and Sabby are, we're going to talk about uh, like literally anything we want at that part <laughs> of the the podcast, but it's going to be at the end. So if if you're not into that, don't worry, don't worry. That's going to be like right at the end. We'll tell you we'll when be it very is. Very clear. Yep. We're going to tell you when it is and and we're saving it towards the end so you you know, if you're worried about spoilers, you can just listen to the, all this podcast up until that point. And then when we say, you know, it's it's time to leave, it's time for you to leave and you can go and that's fine. So no worries, no shame. 
So, uh, yeah, anyway, in the way of announcements, as always, you guys can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash FFKHUnion. And our Patreon executive producers are as follows. We've got Blue Machine, who's at Blue Machine, Joseph Robertson, who's at Pokemon Trainer J, Lewis James, Keith Field, who's at The Mighty Keith, Nahika Blaui, Billy Jackson, who's at underscore Billy Jackson, Barry Norton, who's at Nortron Zero, Mike, Chris Morales, Ishbel Ayala, who's at Red Beppers, Eric Decker, who's at Choco Taco, Vita Nidis, and Michael Graham. And Sabby, if you could take these last ones. And we have Rob, Rob Porter at Squirty Birdie 1, Thorin Bolton, uh, Bolin at uh, Massacre 23, Tobias Cappy at the Tobias Cappy, Zach Duranto at Z Duranto 58, Tori Patrick, Chris Pope at Dr. Pope 181, Miles Ribbons, Mohammed Quayam, David Calro, Moki Sayasis, sorry. Sayasis. at Mokimon S, Rachel Casterton at uh, Urba Yun Ray, Mike Shirley Donnelly at Curious Quail, Zelda Clone at Eight Type Novels, and Darren Matthews at Doomster73. And be a part of the show. Send us your questions to khuquestions at gmail.com. And our next deep dive stream will be on February 8th at 8 p.m. Eastern time. And it will be our first Kingdom Hearts <gasps> 3 stream. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe it. I can't believe we're just yeah, yeah. here. I can't believe we're that actually happened. I can't believe this world we exist in. I actually remember distinctly. So the last stream we did was uh, obviously we were 0.2 and... Uh, yeah, on that stream, my my sign off for that stream is like, isn't it crazy? The next game we're gonna play on this live stream is Kingdom Hearts three. What the? What kind of world do we live in where, where that's a reality? Insane! Oh my god! I know it's it, it's nuts. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna start playing through Kingdom Hearts three. So you know, obviously, we're gonna do an in depth discussion on the podcast, but it's only we can only get so in depth without the game in front of our face so that's going to be uh my outlet for going really crazy in depth with the game in (laughs) front of my face and you know what that means that's going to be a lot of talking about stupid graphics things so (laughs) if that's if that's more of the kind of discussion you want you know i'm going to get into that because like I, I kind of like hinted at it in the zero point two stream because like oh my god I, I went like almost off the deep end with that but it's like oh my gosh fine finally we got to the generation of game development that I know a lot better because I'm I I've I've been working with Unreal Engine four and I kind of like know about it under the hood because I've used it so it's like finally I can speak from at least a little bit of kind of almost experience because I know how they're making this stuff because I've used this software before mm-hmm. so it's like get ready for that crap <laughs> for f- flipping like 30 40 hours yeah so yeah that's gonna start February 8th at 8 p.m eastern time <laughs> so now moving on to our oh uh, also uh, I just want to talk about the YouTube channel so youtube.com slash kh union vids uploaded all of kingdom hearts 2 and then uh stopped uploading why i have a confession to make i lost the 358 over two <gasps> stream no 
no but i have birth by sleep and i have dreamed up distance okay it's fine so. okay it's okay it's fine that's fine <laughs> it's just it's just the movie the, the oh, movie okay. one i do uh oh and i also have recoded recoded's fine i don't know somehow i lost that stream and that's just really sad and i made a thumbnail for it and everything i'm so sorry but like you it's had such a cute you thumbnail. Really good commentary in no it no it was, oh. a, it was watching a stupid movie Oh, okay, that's fine, it's fine, it's fine. I mean, I guess, I'm sure at some point, like, during the ending, I probably complained something about Deep Dive and how it wasn't playable. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's just, that's, that's, the that's all I can imagine. That's the thing you've been saying for the past six years. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know what I said in that, I, I don't even know what the stream was about, really. I don't know what commentary I would have had, but I, if I could guess, I probably said that at some point during the stream. Oh my god! Complained how deep dive wasn't playable, but that's I, I I can only guess. I don't know. Can't speak for past me. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Anyway, moving on to the Kingdom Hearts three discussion part one. Yes. Oh my god. It's actually oh, every just... every discussion needs to start with the opening. But before the, <laughs> before the opening, let's talk about pre-opening. Let's talk about launching the game. That felt so nice. Actually, I, I I had like like an existential moment just watching it download. Like, oh I, really? I, like, like just like seeing it when it was downloading, and like I, I just sat on my bed and looked at the screen, and it was just like, man, here's the loading bar that says downloading, and then right above that, what does it say there? It says Kingdom Hearts three. I can't believe I'm here. In a world where I'm downloading Kingdom Hearts three, it is entering my console. What the heck is this uh, world that I'm living in? Like that was so that was so magical for me. I well, I, I, I tried my best to enjoy every moment. Yeah, I bought digital, but like I same. I um, I had a PlayStation Four Pro pre-ordered. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. And so yeah, you you would get it there too. And then I also have the deluxe edition, like collector's edition from Square Enix. Yep. So I was like, okay. At I this point, know. how many copies do you have? I will have. Well, okay. So so like that a little bit of a backstory. So I sold yeah. my current, like my current PlayStation Four Pro, to my okay. cousin, and then I sold the copy inside the PlayStation Four like limited edition kingdom hearts pro mm-hmm. to my gotcha. other cousin okay which i had to steal the code back from him because I oh didn't, i didn't know that they included the um the pro theme in it too oh yeah so yeah, i was yeah. like oh gotcha. i need so i was like did you get a code in your box he's like yeah it's okay i need that back thank you but um yeah so i have that so i only technically have two versions i was debating on buying the xbox version just to have as like yeah. a sealed copy but gotcha. we'll see because money is a thing. <laughs> yeah, understandable. I have I have three copies. You have three. Oh wait, you have a Japanese <laughs> version, right? So I got the so so first, uh, and they're all digital, by the way. What? This is not this is not this is not physical collecting. This is crazy me digital collecting. So I bought the uh, obviously I bought the the Japanese version. Uh, I okay. bought that at I I, I walked to my Seven Eleven. I bought a uh, digital card for it and uh, inserted it so I could get the Dawn Till Dust Keyblade. So I've got nice. that only on my Japanese game. And oh my god, that that Keyblade is so, so the 7-Eleven Keyblade. It is orange <laughs> and green and it's called Dawn Till Dusk, a.k.a. How Long 7-Eleven is Open. It, it is That's the so funny. Keyblade. 
That don't, is so hilarious. Don't, don't, don't let Amazon try to tell you it's the Amazon Keyblade. It is the 7-Eleven Keyblade, and they are getting sloppy seconds. So it is, So I got that. I, I definitely want to do a, a Japanese playthrough, uh, a full Japanese playthrough at some point. I, I, I was thinking of maybe doing a stream of it, but I don't know how interested people would be in that because uh, I guess most people will understand it. And honestly, my Japanese is not even like, – like my Japanese is good, but it's not – like really crazy insanely good that i can understand a hundred percent of what mm-hmm. everybody is saying so but i i do want to do it so maybe maybe we'll call that a let's learn japanese stream where i'm also learning too but are I, you I gonna know. try to translate so, everything it's like i think they said this i think they said this. Yeah, that, that's what the, that's what it would end up being is i think they said this it's like they said keyblade uh, okay that's keyblade yeah. that's key keyblade yep that's keyblade yep, got yep, it that's- we got it. We're good. Now we know what they're yeah, talking about. That'll be part of it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm still thinking about how that could work. I was also thinking of like, like for the longest time, I was thinking of doing like let let's learn Japanese stream, but then like also like teach people Japanese words on the stream. I don't know. L- let me know if you have any ideas of how I could do Yo, that. Yo, teach in, me. In, yeah, I'll teach, teach you. me again. Let, let's... <laughs> I need to learn. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll, I'll teach. I'll teach you how to Dougie as well. Anyway. Oh God. Uh, so yeah, I got the Japanese version on PS4. Okay. Got the English version on Xbox because I wanted to get the Xbox, get it on Xbox One X, and then in starting to play the Xbox version, mm-hmm. I noticed something that I didn't like. Oh no! Oh no! What? I don't, and I don't even know if this is like a common issue, and I, I'm assuming that it's not because I watched the Digital Foundry episode where they like did a graphics analysis on all the versions and they didn't mention it. Okay. So I don't know if it's my Xbox or if it's my TV setup or if it's my HDMI cable or some weird combination of things. I tried everything. I tried different cables. I tried all different settings, but I have a color banding issue on my Xbox. And what color banding is, is when you have a gradient, like some kind of gradation of color, and I noticed this in particular with Kingdom Hearts in the opening section where there was like a glowing element instead of it being a smooth glow, a smooth gradation from light to dark. It was a smooth glow, but it also had like bands of color because it couldn't accurately transition into those colors. So I don't know what's happening there. And just to check, I went and I loaded up my Japanese copy on the PS4 and notice that, oh, there is no color banding issue at all on PS4. It's perfectly smooth. Everything about this is perfectly smooth. Why is it only on Xbox? So that caused me to buy the English version on the PS4 as well. Oh, dang. Yep. But here's the crazy part. I ended up playing the whole game anyway on Xbox. Did you really? <laughs> yes. Oh. And I'll tell you Wait. why. Why? Because then the Digital Foundry episode came out, and they were talking about all the different pros and cons of the different versions. Okay. And so the deal with the PS4 Pro version is it's running at this, like, weird resolution of, of like, it's like 1296p or something like that. And then the Xbox version is 1440p. And... Both of them don't run at a lock 60. They're they're both unlocked frame rates, which makes them kind of like neither of them really all that good. Mm-hmm. But the Xbox One runs a lot better 
at a higher resolution. But the way to get the best performance out of Kingdom Hearts 3 is to go in your menu on the PS4 and lock the resolution to 1080p. That will force Kingdom Hearts 3 to render at 1080p, and that gets you the closest to a lock 60 throughout the entire game. And that is actually... That is actually the best way to play Kingdom Hearts 3 right now. I did that, but after having played through a nice chunk of the game, uh, I played until the Toy Story world, Mm -hmm. after playing through a nice chunk of the game on the Xbox and enjoying that pretty resolution, I got used to that, and when I saw how bad the aliasing was on the uh, PS4 version, I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to deal with the the color banding. It's not that big of an issue. <laughs> oh, God. Well, that makes sense then, yeah. So, oh, well, that just means more games to play. That's true. I'll, Wait, I'll so when you're streaming again. it then, is it... Which version am I going to go with? I don't know yet. I haven't decided. I was thinking maybe the PS4 version. I was going to say, maybe you should do the PS4 version on it, so that's yeah. kind of, like, all new, plus, like, all your yeah, I was thinking uh, of doing that stuff, too. Yeah, so I was thinking of doing that. Um, so yeah, let's, let's talk about the opening now. So, oh, oh, before we get to the opening, (laughs) keep, keep, keep having prefaces. What'd you think of Dearly Beloved? I loved it. Like I was super confused with the beginning because I was kind of like, what's happening? What is it really? And it made sense because it just Mm -hmm. made you feel like this is it. And like, yeah. and like, even though, so, like so you're new... talking about the, uh, the, the menu trailer. Yeah. Yeah. That, okay. So let me just say, I had a massive fear of that menu trailer because menu trailers in the past, the way they worked is they show scenes from the game you're about to play. Whereas this one, they were very smart and they only showed scenes from the chess game. And, uh, and, and, that, and then other than that, they were showing scenes from prior games. That was nice because I wanted to hear Chikaya orchestrated. Yeah, that's and fine. I was worried. Yeah, I was worried about spoilers. So for me, I was totally happy about that, and I was like, "I'm gonna sit through this. I'm gonna listen to it because oh, I want to hear Chikaya orchestrated." I sat, I, yeah, I sat through it, and I was like, "Okay, I'm just like I actually didn't even think about that. I think maybe because I was just like really excited and really hyped. I, it just didn't yeah. matter to me because my intention span probably wasn't going to be like looking at the screen as just listening to what's going on." yeah so, so i was like, really yeah. happy about oh, that oh yeah but that just the menu song itself i was yeah. super pleased with so when you um when you play through kingdom hearts 3 did you play on proud mode oh yeah for sure okay so me as well uh so game starts first thing we see this weird twitter thing right what the heck or the weird instagram thing yeah, what did you think instagram? about the <laughs> What did you think about that Instagram thing throughout the game? I was like, I, when I first saw it, that, was, I'm like, no more. What are you doing? I, I like, I was just like, like really, we're like, we're really going with this today. Like, we're going with this today, I was like, like at what? all. And now I will oh, say, God. so like, I think it's kind of like it's his version of like. Th- there's a trend these days where you have kind of a long loading screen to like put something on the screen there. Yeah. Like in the case of like. Final Fantasy 15 they would put like a you know like a a picture from the area you're about to go to and then a story summary yeah and then in 15 it was terrible because like each time the, they had a story summary and a picture it'd always be like a spoiler it was terrible why did they do that yeah oh. but 
I was I was so happy with Kingdom Hearts three. None of them were spoilers. There were always things that happened prior. And in the case of the first one, it was just like this weird ethereal entity question mark question mark question mark that posted that i still don't understand the meaning of that first one yeah no i just i have them i'm just kind of like i was <laughs> some of them are just really funny and i just made it yeah, seem some like funny. made it seem like it was uh i'm just gonna say like sorrow technology is the funniest thing of my life it's, oh yeah it's the, it's the funniest best. thing but just reading them just look like you, you like you're reading the captions yeah, and then, and then so the funny. hashtags. And I'm like, oh, the hashtags are. I'm so like, good. this is not how you hashtag. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. Oh man, that's it's, it's so. That's funny. why I'm like, so in this game, like, this is skipping way ahead, but like th- throughout the game, you know, something that I really appreciated, and we'll get into it more when we get to Olympus, but I really love how in this game all the NPCs have full voice acting but then what i was thinking deep down was like oh that means on the deep dive stream i can't do any of my pat- patented amateur terrible voice acting oh. but then i was like i can read the oh, instagram no. posts yes Stop. perfect you have to go through so, so that, many just to do your voices <laughs> that is my in no, it's going to so. be like, hey guys, uh, welcome to the stream today. We're just going to go and jump through different parts of the saves in the world oh, so yeah. I can talk through everything. I, I, I'm not, I'm not going to worry about getting all of them, but I will just, as they come up, I'm going to read those. Because look, if, 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 there's, if, if I don't, I'm out of a job. What, what, what is there left for me to do on that stream? Talk about the graphics in the game. Oh, yeah. yeah, I could talk about the game. That's, yeah. that, that's your main job. Exactly. The voices, that's my main are, job. I, the voices are your side been, job. But I have been practicing my Donald voice, so I, I need to break out oh my, my new version okay. of Donald. We, yeah, we got, it's, it's, we've got to talk about voice say, later, but... Let me just say, it's re- it, my Donald is still really bad, but it's a little better. Okay. All right, so moving on from there, so we get to the opening. First thing we see is this crazy CG opening, crazy beautiful town, and it's like, whoa, what is this? And then we get the chess game... And then face my fears. Yeah, face my fears. Let me ask you, did you see Face My Fears prior to release? Yeah, I did. Okay, me too. <laughs> I, I was like, oh lie. wait, really? I thought <laughs> Okay, so uh, yes, yes, that's what everybody says when I tell them that. But let me tell you how what I did. So I waited until the leaker decided to put out the full version in HD, fully all of that, and I figured out how to download videos off of Reddit, downloaded that video, put it onto my TV, big old OLED, and I sat there in pitch black and I watched it like a movie theater and I enjoyed it. And the reason was I was so ingrained in painting my painting, by the way, go, go to at KHU and check out the painting that it's I did. It's really I spent, cool, guys. You need to check it out. I spent way too much time on that. Go enjoy that. Uh, so I, my inspiration for the painting was the title of the song face my fears i hadn't seen it i hadn't heard it i didn't know anything about the opening at all but i in the middle of it i was like man it would be nice if i could like at least watch the opening and at least get some at least tiny bit of inspiration from it Mm -hmm. and like i'd already mostly painted most of the painting by that point but when the leaker released the video it's like all right i'm gonna watch it and see what i can glean from it and yeah so i watched it and it was purely for the purposes of making artwork so you know in that sense for me 
making artwork is a higher priority than keeping my brain safe from spoilers. <laughs> so uh, okay. I I took one for my art and decided Fair. to to watch it and it did help me because I did notice that like graphics wise and rendering wise uh I really liked the way they were rendering the hair in mm-hmm. in, in in this particular opening like it had kind of a like a softer appearance like the way it handled light like I felt like in prior games you know for example even in as early as uh or, or as late as 0.2 the whole ray of hope uh opening like aqua's hair it's very sharp and really detailed and really defined but in this opening and throughout the game the hair tends to be a lot softer and i think that makes a lot more sense for for this game so i took uh, yeah i definitely took some uh visual inspiration from that so that that was that was my reasoning for watching face my fears early uh what do you think about the song um okay wait but to, to go back i i didn't yeah. see the i didn't see the full opening oh you watched the, the i only did the trailer version. that did part of it and then i waited for the song gotcha. to fully come out but um i, I watched I the whole dang yeah. thing oh i oh i know you like i i saw all the recommendations on my youtube and i was freaking out so i had yep. to put like a bunch of things on there to just block it yeah but it's rough i okay so when i first listened to it i was just kind of like Okay, don't really know how I feel about it just yet. I mean, like, yeah, it's same. a song. It's whatever. It's it's there. I didn't like it at first. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't really click with it. I think it was just because like we expected something a little bit more closer to how like you know simple and clean, right, and, and stuff was. Yeah. So, but, I'll, I'll definitely say "Face My Fears" was not instantly likable for me. Yeah. But I, I did end up liking it after several listens. Yeah, and I, it grew to me w- too. Once. Once, once I knew what what I had seen and what I once I had understood it, uh, I I definitely was able to vibe with it a lot more, as, especially after having seen the visuals already, like seeing mm. the way the visuals match with the song, especially like when um when it gets to the King, Kingdom Hearts two kind of sections of the game, and then. Sora's fighting through the darkness, and then bam, he's on Destiny Islands in front of Kyrie. And when the music shifts there, oh my god, it it just hits my heart. It just hits my heart I, in a, in a in a nice way. To me, like I was more in tune with the lyrics than the actual sounds of the music. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it caught my attention more on like trying to understand like the lyrical sense of it, and like yeah, I love every part. Yutana sings, and then the parts that yep. she wasn't singing, I'm okay without them. Like, I could just yeah. kind of cut them out. Like, I don't really need that drop, to be honest. But, like, just, like, hearing... Almost, like, in a weird way, when I first was listening to it, it was kind of like Yoda speaking backwards type of thing. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> but, like it's just... I was like, but, she like, I get it, but it's really like... cool. Yeah, she always wants to sing, like, a space alien sometimes. Yeah, but I got it, and I was like, okay, like, this makes sense. Like, I really like it. Yeah, and then eventually I just had, like, the her EP wasn't even out yet, so I had to, like, play yeah. it on YouTube in my car and, like, yep. hit repeat every time. But yeah, yeah, no, it's... I I still listen to it. I love it. it. Like, oh yeah, I, same, same. I still listen to it. Uh, I, I, I will also say there's one shot in that trailer, and it's in the that whole like kingdom hearts one section of them on the beach. Oh my God. My, my heart. Muscle. Yeah. Oh. 
and especially like okay first it was Sora and that initial smile that he gives him just like oh my god and then Kyrie and Riku they look at him and then Kyrie does that little hmm. I, I don't know how to describe it that, hmm. that, that whatever thing that she does and I'm just like oh my gosh so cute yeah that so got cute. me that got me Aww. yeah so that that whole part of it I'm telling you, I I know this is this is going to be an ongoing discussion, but gosh dang it, we need a Kingdom Hearts one remake. We need a Kingdom oh Hearts God. one remake so bad. We'll we'll get into this as we go on because there's, <laughs> there's this this will be an ongoing conversation. Is Kingdom Hearts one remake? Yeah. All right. So moving moving on from there. So we got our we got our face my fears, and then mm-hmm. we go into dive to the heart. Yeah. And the first character we play as is Kingdom Hearts 1 Sora after a bad haircut. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one that noticed it, because I was just like, what is happening here? It just little. It just looked like a bit of pre- Yeah, it's building. like... Yeah, I'm, I'll just say, I was happy that we're playing as Kingdom Hearts 1 Sora. Just want to say, put that out there. Really mm-hmm. love it. I think he looks... Perfect. Every part of him is perfect. I just think there is one part of him on top of his head that is not proportional with all the other parts. Yeah. And I think, <laughs> I, and the weirdest thing is, I think the hair—it's the perfect shape. It, all of it's there. It's all right. You got it right. You modeled it just right. I think you just like accidentally scaled it a little small. Yeah. Like, they 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 accidentally like scaled it down by like. I don't know, like twenty percent, and it should be like about twenty percent bigger. Yep. Yeah, shift yeah, that... and like drag that to make it bigger. Yeah, just shift, shift and drag <laughs> it, just to make it a little bit bigger. Yeah, you, you got it. It's like ninety nine percent of it. You're ninety nine percent of the way there. It's just like somebody accidentally made shrunk your hair a little bit. Oh my god. Which, which is very weird. Like, could you imagine be like, you know, your hairstyle today? I mean, I'm I'm not saying it's bad. It doesn't look bad. It doesn't look different it just looks smaller like not not cut just it's like it shrunk mm-hmm. maybe sora went to the honey i shrunk the kids world and they s- slightly <laughs> shrunk his hair but only a little oh bit oh my god only a that's, little that's oh, just a little he, he just got a, <laughs> a whiff of it i don't know so that part was cool mm-hmm. and then so you got sora kingdom hearts one um he doesn't have any voice dialogue not surprising. No, he's well. I mean, like that's usually how it is at the beginning. Like you just kind of he just looks yeah. around because he thinks yeah, because yeah. he's like hearing voices, but we're just reading dialogue, and you're just like, oh, but, yeah, yeah. But when so so then you get to the mirror, mm-hmm. puts his hand on the mirror. We step through. Now it's Kingdom Hearts two, two Sora time. Yeah. Kingdom Hearts two Sora fully voiced. You can jump around. You can swipe around with your keyblade. What do you think of uh, Haley Joel Osment's uh, battle grunts? I didn't really pay attention. I like to me, it just sounded okay. like normal. Yes. Yeah. Why would she sound with you? I'll I'll say it grew on me, but at first I didn't like it. And specifically, there's one there's one grunt he says that I didn't like, and it was this one where he's like, "Oof, <laughs> oof." God. Like he's he's got his hua hua woo ah uh, yeah there's there's one grunt in there it, I've gotten used to it it's not bad now oh my god I feel like, like I'm gonna hear it the next time and it's gonna you're gonna hear it the me. next oh time you're gonna hear it and you're you're not gonna get over the I'm, gonna, I'm just so mad at you 
I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was my thing. All right, so so in in the dive of the heart, there were you know you got your two questions. Mm-hmm. What did you choose for your questions? Uh, what was oh the like I went with I think I went with wisdom. Same. I chose wisdom first. Yeah, I chose wisdom, and then I chose mystic. Uh mystic. Okay. No, cool, I, I cool, did. Cool. No, I, no. I think I did the other way around. Sorry. Oh. oh. No, wait. I did wisdom, and then I did guardian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, wisdom guardian. I did wisdom warrior. Oh, did you? Yes, and Ooh. that that's just mostly to mirror my my Kingdom Hearts one kind of playthroughs. Is that? Well, actually, no, not really, because Kingdom Hearts 1, I usually get rid of the staff. But, yeah, that well, the reason for me choosing Warrior was Kingdom Hearts 1, but as far as Mystic goes, I just thought, or, or Wisdom goes, I was like, man, I know magic. And, like, the, the way they described uh, Wisdom was, like, you know, like, strange powers and, like, overwhelming abilities. And I'm like, I know for a fact this is the Osaka team magic or commands or something are going to be overpowered i need that so i want oh, yeah. wisdom and I, I ended up being right about the magic so oh no like i i just i went through the same style that i went through um okay so like like child sabrina which just went for everything in power and strength and i didn't really yeah. care too much about magic but yep. like when i got older and i started replaying them again i did the like guardian magic mixture yeah because i knew for sure because i wasn't going to level up to a certain point that i needed second yeah. chance in my life so i did. understandable understandable so yeah but i just I, felt like i didn't get it. second chance for a long time when did yeah so i got mine early i got, I got mine, mine i got mine after beating the game oh mine was mine was like halfway in the game okay gotcha yeah, yeah. That, that's typically how it works yeah, with the guardian early. route so I was happy. I was like, oh my god. So that's cool. So then after that, we go to uh, another place. You got... Oh, so the transition to that other place. Oh my god, it was so beautiful. So like the light is shining and then the water comes in and then it goes back and then you see the wave forming and I'm just like, oh my god, they made a wave in 3D. That's so rare for games. <laughs> And then he gets washed away, and it's like the opening of Kingdom Hearts 1 where he's, like, under the water doing mm-hmm. a backflip. And it's like, oh, my God, that's... I was half hoping that when he looks up, he would see Riku there reaching out to him. But, say uh, they didn't do that, but whatever. <laughs> and then Sora wakes up in this beautiful world. A land of sea and sky sea and sky Kyrie and sora oh my god the yeah. symbolism <laughs> just freaking out just saying. <laughs> yeah I'm i, I just wanted to too, point so. that out I, I don't i don't know if i'll bring it up later when we actually like go into depth into that world but i just wanted to bring it up that yeah by the way that that was symbolism hashtag symbolism so anyway so that, that dive to the heart so then we have a small tutorial there, fight, fighting some shadows, and then whoosh, big big old uh, cr- crystal dark side. What what's the deal with that? That's really cool. It is really cool. I was like, oh, this is amazing. 
Yeah, real beautiful. Also, shout out to the music during that part. That version of Destati is like yeah, been epic, like oh, crazy. So oh my good. god, so beautiful. I go. I so let me just say, uh, full disclosure. Right before this podcast, I did go back and replay uh, most of this that we're going to talk about. I, I've I should have done that. To, yeah, I, I did some of it. Don't worry, I I, I got your back. I'll talk. That, that's why I remember this stuff is because I just did this like a few minutes ago. Okay. okay. And uh, so yeah, crazy, beautiful, light, weird, dark side. So beautiful. Oh my goodness. It was so cool. I'm just like, dang. See that that's why they did the the orchestra world tours to get <laughs> to get a lot of these songs like rearranged. That's what I that's what yeah. I think they did. By the way, uh, you know, this is, you know, just talking about stuff I saw in the ending credits. <laughs> Don't worry, it's not a spoiler. Uh, but okay. I did see that uh vi- video game orchestra also did this one. So video game orchestra, they're um they're an orchestra in Boston and they did Final Fantasy 15 and then they also they have they have been the studio that's been doing or they've been the uh, orchestra that's been doing all the live versions of Yoko Shimomura's work since uh the Kingdom Hearts 2.5 uh, for uh remixes. Oh cool. So, so yeah, same same group. So nice. yeah, th- so they did these ones as well. So if you have anyone to thank for how beautiful a lot of the soundtrack is, uh you can thank them. And I just want to say, as a general theme for for Kingdom Hearts, man, there was a lot of live orchestrated music, just like all over the place. Mm-hmm. There's some there's some where it's clearly like it's still synthesized, but it's like like good synthesized, not like PS2 quality synthesized. Like it, it was clearly pre recorded, but still synthesized. Mm-hmm. And then there's some other stuff where it's like, gosh dang, that's beautiful. <laughs> That is like, those are some real horns that I'm hearing right now. That's so rare. <laughs> so yeah, that 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 stuff's cool. So dive to the heart, fought him, and then okay, and then we're asked some like uh like tutorially questions like uh do you uh, what do you need and there's like uh help me remember, teach me how to fight, and then I'm good for now. Did you did you actually watch any of the memory archives? Uh, yeah, I watched them on YouTube before okay. the game came out. I, I, I watched them in the game prior to loading it, and I actually really liked them. I thought they were really well done. Um, I, I think maybe they skipped over some things they probably shouldn't have skipped over, but yeah. like, overall, I mean, that's just really, really short. Good. But like, um, yeah, well, it's just because because <laughs> the thing is, is that like I recognize the voice actor for Charity, yeah. so uh, Charity, and like it's kari from digimon and i can only hear kari now <laughs> yeah but it, it suits, that's her but it suits i think yeah it she's suits, good i think it suits the uh, character well it's just like yeah. you're so used to hearing season one and season two digimon that you're just kind of yeah. like stuck with that forever but you know, that's, she's great. that's I was, understandable i love it yeah she's great love her uh so yeah i watch uh, i watch those and then yeah then we get started um and then it picks up with the cutscene that we got at the end of 0.2. Yeah. Yeah, which was in that game called 2.9. And then surprise surprise, the opening of the game is Kingdom Hearts 2.9. I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> are you kidding me? After all these years you're going to make me play another side game? Yeah. But it, it's it's, it it's just branding. 
Yeah, it's a, it's just branding. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. It's, it's just like a joke it, type it, of thing. It really is Kingdom Hearts 3, but it's just that the prologue, the prologue happens to be called 2.9. Yeah. And it makes sense because throughout the whole thing, Sora is in his two uh, Kingdom Hearts 2 outfit. It's like a one last goodbye to that outfit. And thank goodness because that Kingdom Hearts 2 model still looks weird. They did not fix it well enough. His face is weird. His hair is weird. There's just something about the Kingdom Hearts 1 model of Sora and the Kingdom Hearts 2 model of Sora. His hair is weird. His eyes are weird. Uh, they they made them a lot smaller. Yeah. His uh, face is not as... Uh, hard to describe not as expressive as it was in kingdom hearts 2 like in kingdom hearts 2 the kingdom hearts 2 sora model is really expressive yes. like if you remember like like remember back in twilight town when uh it's like right right in front of the station tower when they're fighting when, when they fight the dusks for the first time oh, and yeah. sora's and sora sees the nobody symbol for the first time and he does that like weird confused expression that is such an expressive face yeah. like, okay i agree so yeah so real strange to go from that like god tier quality expressive sora model to this model that's just like kind of weird mm-hmm. but i get it i get it and thank Thank goodness the Kingdom Hearts 3 model is it's real Kingdom Hearts 3 model Sora is really good and I think it's just as expressive as that it. original Kingdom Hearts 2 model. I think it's mostly that because the Kingdom Hearts 3 model appears throughout the entirety of the game, it got the most polish and yeah. fair enough, that's how it should have been. I think that's also kind of a theme that we'll be talking about is that in this game it's very clear that certain things got polish and certain or not not necessarily polish certain things got more effort and time put into yeah. it than other things but i would say on the whole the right decisions were made on what needs to get the most effort yeah but it is still very clear that some things it's noticeable didn't get that which sucks. yeah it's noticeable but it's not i think it with, won't ruin the game it's it like, won't ruin the game yeah Whereas I think with the example of Final Fantasy XV, for example, it was a lot more egregious and to the point where it did affect the quality of the game. Whereas I think in Kingdom Hearts 3, the places where effort was placed, I think all of the right decisions were made. Like all the things that should be prioritized got prioritized. And that that's going to be a discussion we have throughout this this entire discussion series because you know that's something that doesn't go away throughout the whole game, but um, yeah. So so I think the the first place I really noticed that was in the Kingdom Hearts one and Kingdom Hearts two Sora models is that you know these are very clearly not not priority models. They don't appear very long. Kingdom Hearts one Sora literally appears for like less than a minute, but it's very clear that they didn't get the level of effort that was put into the kingdom hearts three model, but yes. obviously it's not their game. So whatever. So moving on from there, we're finally getting into Olympus. So Olympus okay. starts out with this really awesome. Like I was so impressed the opening video for Olympus. They've got this cool narrator, like I don't know who the narrator was, but it kind of sounded like Briggs or uh, Zigbar's voice actor. I, I don't know who it was, but he he sounded real cool. After after re listen to it, but yeah, the narrator was really cool. I really really cool. And let me tell you, I played this part in Japanese as well. 
Awesome. Japanese one's not as good. Japanese oh, one's not as good. The English one's way better. That's good. English though. one's so good. But I mean, to be fair, like the thing with Hercules, and I think we'll talk about this more with uh, Toy Story as well, because Toy Story has this as well, but didn't do it as good, I think. But the thing with Hercules is the style of writing in Hercules is this like really conversational and kind of sarcastic uh, style. Mm-hmm. And I think this opening guy he did such a good job like it, it it really got me really pumped and like that whole opening movie of hades there and he's got the flame in his hands yeah. and hash hashtag hey surprise final fantasy characters orin and cloud yeah statue for yep <laughs> just talking so, so about not, the past which is talking talking about the past and that's all Arrgh. I don't want to get into Final Fantasy characters just yet. I think I'll save that. We'll save that for a later discussion. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Ouch. Anyway, uh, so yeah, I think that really set up the whole deal with the Titans and all of that really well. So awesome. I think it was, yeah, I loved how it really started it out. And the place where it's being talked about is like the best part to be in. Absolutely. And it also really sets up the shift between the Hades we knew of the past and the Hades that we knew now, because it it was like really clear and like kind of jumping, jumping ahead of us and staying ahead of the, the audience. Whereas the audience might see this Hades as being kind of weird. Cause like usually in kingdom hearts games, Hades always finds a pawn to control mm-hmm. and, and, and tries to use them to enact his evil deeds where in this one he's like look we know we're not going to do it this time and no there's not going to be a final fantasy character that he's going to be controlling this time as well so let's just jump ahead of the gun hades has done this three times and every time it failed yeah so because of that he's moving on to he's got bigger fish to fry and he's got bigger tools to use in his arsenal and he's just like i'm I'm like i'm just gonna deal with it and i was like you know what that's fair (laughs) like yeah exactly exactly like, that's yeah, totally no, fair i'm like that's the right choice you're making right now exactly you do it yourself so I, I really appreciate it that nora namora just jumps right in ahead and justifies it that change in hades that yeah. we're seeing or in terms of like what how hades is characterized in kingdom hearts he just jumps right ahead and completely justifies the whole entire uh plot for hades in this world so really appreciate it that um so yeah after that we have a small like kind of intro fight with just a couple of regular shadows and mm-hmm. l- large bodies and those floaty flying ones in front of that statue of zeus which is so right? cool yeah oh, it's super oh my gosh I, I, i'm gonna get into this more when when we actually do the deep dive stream and i can actually stare at some of these statues but let me just say oh man there's some really lovely statues yeah <laughs> throughout Throughout the whole uh, uh, Olympus Coliseum er- or Olympus area, not Olympus Coliseum. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. After that, then Sora uh, meets Hades, or the H der. H. I love it. I love it. I've heard people not love it, but I love it. It's great. Anyway. The H der just like this is great. I love this so much. Yeah, I really loved it. I think that whole scene was really good. Let me just say, and this kind of goes back to the uh, the opening, and it relates the to Kingdom Hearts three as a whole. Oh my god, Kingdom Hearts three! It has made such a massive leap in terms of 
like cinematography, everything feels so like everything about this game in like so many different levels feels so much more high quality and cinematic. Oh yeah. And oh like, my God. Yeah. I, I think like s- starting with that intro that we got, like uh, of it being like, you know, a proper like intro, it almost felt like in some ways, like almost like the Hercules uh, animated series, but like, not that quality, but like movie quality. <laughs> it's like, right. Like that's how I felt with like all like with all the pretty much the game. Like I was just watching. Yeah, the like, whole I was game watching is like it. that. I just, I just felt like oh my gosh, I'm just like rewatching Disney movies right now. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's, it's beautiful. Like I love. Like it was just great, and it's just yeah. So ugh. there's there's just so much to love there, and like oh man, so. Uh, so yeah, basically just to, just to, uh, make sure that we have more of a structure to this. So, uh, I want to get into, uh, talking about Olympus on the whole in terms of story level design and gameplay presentation, and then we'll give our general impression after that. So in terms of story on the whole, uh, I I guess I'll give a, a quick summary. So the whole deal with Sora going here is that he's lost his powers, you know, ever since dream drop distance and he's going to Hercules to seek guidance and to try to get advice on how to proceed forward. Cause Hercules also once lost his powers. And I think that whole setup to me, and, and we've known it ever since two, uh, you know, uh, 0.2 when we played the 2.9 segment or saw the 2.9 segment. But the thing that really sticks out to me is that, I really liked that aspect of it because I would have never thought that Sora would go to a Disney world to seek advice because in the past Disney worlds never really had that much of an impact. uh, Yeah. Not much of an impact. And I still think, and you know, to some extent, and some people have argued that no, the Disney world still don't have that much impact on the main story. I would argue that it does, but I think the, part of the story that the Disney worlds impact the most is Sora. And I think we see it the most in this world. And I, I want to talk a, a, a little bit about Sora in this world and you know, what you think about him. Like for me, it was really refreshing to see Sora being like, he he's, I think he's been the most genuine yes. in the entire series. He's been very honest. As, and I think it like really kicks off in this story in Olympus, in Olympus. Like he's talking about his fears, about his flaws, and like like some people might think like, oh, this is such a like a downgrade. You know, that you know, Sora in the past has been so headstrong and he literally just got through with Dream Drop Distance and he had that big massive speech about, you know, maybe I'm not the chosen one, but my friends are my power and blah 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 and all that. But you have to you have to contextualize it like this. Like now we know, now Sora knows what the stakes are. He knows he's what we're dealing with with Xehanort and and all of that. And it's right up to the final battle and then boom, all his powers are gone. And yes. that's the catalyst. Is that he's there, all his friends are ready to go, Kyrie's getting trained, Lee's getting trained, Riku and Mickey, they're gone. They're on their mission already. Yep. But and now he can't do anything. He has to catch up. He's got to catch up. And that's what has put him in this state. And I, 
to me, that is the biggest thing. So, Sabi, what did you think about Sora's characterization in this? What did you get out of it? I like I've I enjoyed the fact that he admits that he needs to fix something, and yeah, and I think it's good to also relate back to like all the Disney worlds because it, it, it felt like would have been for nothing, especially. Yeah. Not, and I definitely was, love yeah. that he he never he never denies that fact. Yeah. Even even like this this Sora that we see throughout the world, he's not perfect and he makes mistakes, but he'll never say that he's perfect. No. He'll never he would never admit that. Oh, he's yeah. very clear about it. Exactly. That he knows he's got problems and he's trying to deal with it, but <laughs> he's also struggling with trying to get through cuz everybody <laughs> keeps busting his balls about everything. Right? Everyone's so mean to him, and he's, but like, so and he's, mean. but like, he's like doing his best, and he's like, yeah, yeah, like I get it, like this is what's happening, and but like, I admire his ambition, uh, his like ambition to do all this stuff and really trying, yeah. but like, yeah, he's really persevering. It's really like when you watch him go through it, and like, and you get disappointed at a point because you're just like, okay, just like give it to him at this point, like come on, yeah, but. I think that like, just give the poor boy a break. I like. I but, thought that he would yeah. be a bit more scarred from Dream Drop Distance because yeah. what he went through was definitely like holy crap! Like this could have just ended everything if it went through the way that yep. it would have. Yeah. So it was. It's interesting to see that like he was still kind of. He knows that yeah, like I didn't pass the mark of mastery. So I need to go and do something, but yeah, he's still really like go lucky a guy, like happy and everything. And he's just like, yeah, guys, let's just Definitely. do this and go. And I'm like, I'm like, do you know what you just went through for the past like yeah, bajillion games? Like, chill out, like for yeah, thirty. I seconds. definitely. And what I what I like about this world and how it like recontextualizes some of what we saw in Dream Drop Distance. One thing that I didn't like about, uh, you know, Dream Drop Distance ending was how happy-go-lucky Sora was with yeah. the whole th- deal with Riku becoming a master. And then now, now we've got Sora on his own, and now he's like letting his insecurities come out. Exactly. And I that I really appreciate because mm-hmm. the king, the Sora that we see in Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance at like the right at the very end and also in the 2.9 like first cut scene that we see of him with Sora Donald and Goofy like you know a couple of half pints or, or, or we're just a bunch of half pints or, and like maybe together we're a whole pint no pint and a half or whatever yeah like that happy go lucky stuff it still kind of was like eh, I don't know if he should be so happy about this but then he gets to Olympus and it's just like Herc, I'm a big dumb idiot. <laughs> what do I do? Yeah, like how'd you do this? Like tell me Yeah. What I need to do. And like in the end, it was just kind of like it's like I don't really know. It just it just comes from somewhere yeah. and everything like that. So like it's more Definitely. like more like a internal thing for himself, which I it's all yeah. about that at the end. Absolutely. So yeah, I think uh, I think it's really cool. And yeah, I think that's I, I, at, f- at first, when when Herc says that, and he a- he asks Hercules, and then he tells him that advice in that way, it's like I don't know when Meg needed my help, I just knew and I did it. Yeah, and 
to some people they may see that as a writing cop out but i think that's like really kind of a realistic thing yeah like when when people are asking these types of big questions to people that are older and wiser that tends to be the way it goes that tends to be the answers people give they don't really like maybe they didn't really they didn't think, think about, about it. it yeah they, they just, probably didn't they, they, they didn't just think about it. it they just went exactly they just went through it so they can only tell it as it is exactly. and it's kind of like how do you deal with that kind of advice? What do you do with that kind of advice? Because I would say that to me, I've I've been through so many situations where that's the advice that I've gotten or, or, or even less, especially with me, like, uh, you know, pursuing game development the way that I have and, right. you know, talking with big game developers and then like, especially at like big events at like E3 and stuff like that. And I ask people for advice and stuff like that. And sometimes all I'll get is like, like what? I mean, I don't know. I just, you know, studied and worked hard and did this and did yeah. that. And that's that's the kind of advice you get. Exactly. When you when you ask hard questions to people, that's the kind of answer you're gonna get. Even if they're successful, that's that's the kind of answer you're get, gonna get. If you ask somebody, like, "Oh man, you won the lottery. How did you do it?" Pick the right number. <laughs> <laughs> Pick the right numbers. I don't know exactly, um, and that's yeah. kind of like what this is. Like, if you're gonna an- if you're gonna ask that kind of question, that's the kind of answer you're gonna get. But, and this is where I think Hercules really stands out, and I really appreciate this about this care about his character is they don't leave Hercules as being one dimensional. I think there are probably still people that have played through that whole world and still think he's one dimensional. But the thing that Hercules does after this is he he still he's with Sora and they go on their adventure in in throughout Olympus and he shows by doing and that to me is the best way that in in this kind of situation where you have a difficult discussion to have and you have to give somebody advice i think if you can't explain it the best way to do it is just like just show him show you sh- do it just lead by action and i think in that way hercules is set up maybe not as the uh physical champion but he is but also as kind of like a role model for sora mm-hmm. and this might be getting into a little bit of further spoiler territories but just a little bit later into the game but this really does have an impact on sora and he refers to this this world and his experience in this he refers to it several times throughout the game so i i if there's anyone out there that's saying that you know disney worlds and kingdom hearts 3 don't matter i don't buy it because as far as i'm concerned story-wise this this particular world really does like emphasize itself throughout the entire game which kind of makes sense because clearly this is the disney world that worked on the longest mm-hmm because like straight up we saw this world back in 2013 oh my god yeah six years ago holy crap so this was a long long time coming so uh so that's that story let's talk about level design and gameplay what did you think about like the level structure of olympus coliseum or olympus i keep saying coliseum yeah there's no no coliseum there anymore no coliseum well because we're not even in that area so it makes sense um i what i loved is just like the capabilities now with mm-hmm. Unreal Engine that just everything is just so smooth. Like everything's so smooth. Like it's just no, it's, it's so just, beautiful. It's just, 
like like you go up a staircase and you're like, I'm expecting for this to cut out to another room or something like that. Nope. Would, yeah, it just goes. It just keeps going. Anyways, it just keeps going. I love. I I really enjoy like that was the world to kind of really test out. Oh yeah, for everything sure. Everything that yeah, you I, would know. I would say yeah. In a lot of ways, this world it kind of makes sense that this was the first because it feels like everything that they wanted to do with Kingdom Hearts three. They, like, tested it here. Exactly. So you see, like, a really good representation of the whole game within Olympus. Mm-hmm. And I-, I would say just going off of that fact of how, like, seamless a lot of this stuff is, one of my favorite places in Olympus is there's this place called the, it's like the Overlook. And there, it's like a place where it's like kind of like an overhang area and there's like a save point there. Uh, th- that's also where there's some stairs later that you can go fight the one of the Flans characters. Oh yeah, that one. And, yeah, 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 yeah. So that area, I know what you're talking about. and you look down, and you can see Mount Olympus. But if you look down and look at the town, you'll see off in the distance there is a statue holding up like a discus and a spear. That part of the area you get to go to now in Kingdom Hearts two, they did things like that. But what's different here is. That's not a, like a distant model that, you know, that's a part of a different, you know, instance. Like in Kingdom Hearts 2, the way it would have worked is, all right, you left that area and it would load into a new room and then you would keep going and going, going, loading into rooms, into rooms and you get there. No, 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 no. That's the place you go to. Yeah. That's all connected seamlessly. No load screens. You can go there. And it's like, oh my god, that's so cool. Oh, no, my like my favorite thing was like um mm-hmm. just Mount Olympus when you got to that high point and you could mm-hmm. just fly all the way back down. Yeah. Go back to Thieves. Yep. The, that was it. That was it. That was that was just like this game is great. I'm okay, I'm happy exactly. with this. Yeah. This is amazing. And that's actually like that's one of the things like I've never really experienced that level of like verticality in a level before. Like, it's just so high up. Like, we're so used to, like, these really wide open worlds, but it's pretty rare that we have one that's, like, vertically oriented. Right, yeah. So, and it just, it kind of trips you up a little bit. You're just like, oh my gosh, what's going on? Exactly. Oh. So, yeah, that that was really uh, surprising to me. So, I I guess let's get into more uh, gameplay stuff. What did you think about uh, some of the boss encounters in this world? What were some of your favorites? Um... I'm trying. I just like so the titan, like the Titan fights. Yeah, the, the, the like, Titan the, fights are good. I, you know, Rock I love Titan, them. All of Ice them. Titan. Yep, those like, were all good. Lava and, yeah, it was awesome. I those were my favorite fights. Um, the beginning one where you just got that big like armor dude for a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, was pretty cool. And, yeah, that one was good too. I, the yeah. only thing that I I didn't like about it, but I think it's just like there's really nothing you can do, is that Sora just doesn't have that many abilities at that early in the game. So it's like I felt like later fights with that guy, which you fight him many times. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I think they're a lot more interesting because you know later in the game you'll, you'll you have more, but like there's really not that much you can do. It's like yeah. it's the beginning of the game, so what do you expect? But um, uh, yeah, that that was cool. I'm kind of meh oh, with flow mm-hmm. motion currently. Like the, yeah, flow motion was, got really nerfed. Yeah, it, first of, and like especially the one where he like um, horizontally like spins. Yeah, I didn't I'm, like yeah, it. Not a fan. Yeah, it is not. Just, it definitely it doesn't feel as well integrated as it was in Dream Drop Distance. 
Mm-hmm. Especially, and also, when you flow motion to try and go on walls and kind of, like, do the, like, the three bounce-off push, like, in, yep. like, Dream Job Distance you would do, it's not there in this one. And it really bothered me because it just felt like it should have been there. But, yeah, so they, so there is later in the game, you can unlock the, I think it's called Super Jump. And that allows you to, so you bounce off the wall and then you jump off. The difference in this game is they don't allow you to infinitely super jump. You can only do it one time. Whereas in Dream Drop Distance, you can bounce off the wall, super jump back onto the wall. That's true Bounce too, yeah. back off the wall super jump back onto the wall and that allows you to go completely vertical anywhere in in dream drop distance Mm -hmm. basically there are no limitations you don't need high jump you don't need anything and i think because of it being so gameable i think they nerfed that a lot yeah but i I don't know i i felt like so i kind of like the way they introduced it is that they so in Dream Drop Distance, you got pretty much all the flow, mishabil- flow motion abilities from the get-go. Mm-hmm. I do appreciate that in Dream Drop Distance, you would un- or in Kingdom Hearts 3, that you unlock them as you went on. But I wish you were able to, later in the game, unlock the full-on infinite super jump ability, where you can just super jump as many times as you want. I mean, you can flip and walk on walls. Like, who cares? Like, just let me let me go everywhere. Like, it's the end of the game, but we go everywhere. The walking on walls thing is kind of also only, like, in a sense, two-directional. Like, up and down and mm-hmm. left to right. And you can't... Yeah. Like, I wish it was more of, like, the diagonal type of thing. Yeah. So, from what I remember from the demo, um, the... Uh, when, when I played the demo at E3, it was definitely a lot worse. They polished it a lot. There's a few things okay. that they added. Um, so for one, now when Sora runs up the wall, he leans into his turns a little bit, which is really nice. And when he goes into the straight horizontal version of the running, he always does like a little aerial twist. Like he he jumps off the wall a little bit, does a, does like a twirl and then goes into it. Whereas in the demo version, he just went straight into it and it looked really janky. So yeah, for me personally, it's like, oh man, this is such an improvement. So I'm happy with it. (laughs) Uh, I also want to talk a little bit gameplay wise. I love that there's so many different like side missions in Olympus, Uh, more so than pretty much any other world. Like there's just so much to do. Uh, in addition, there's like the golden herks and there's the the sliding with the shield and like so many different things. So yeah. I, I just wanted to call that out. So I guess, yeah, that pretty much wraps up uh, Olympus. What's your general impression of Olympus and can you give it a score? Um, like out of, out of 10. Okay. Oh, by the way, we're going to score all these worlds out of 10. Okay. Overall, before we give overall, our, before right? Our real Is it 10? Yeah, overall. Um, overall, I'll probably say about, like, a 7.5 to 8. Because, like, it was, like, the beginning world, and, like, it looked amazing and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just, like, you know, not having specific abilities at the time. Kind of just, like, made things a lot, like, a little bit harder to kind of, like, get into right away. Mm-hmm. Um... But I love the Titan fights so yeah, much. Those that are was awesome. like my favorite ones there. Um, and I just like I had an overall issue with just the um, the button mapping for certain things. So, but that was just that's just me. yeah. 
That's understandable. Yeah. Uh, I would say for me, this is like definitely one of my favorite worlds. So I would say it's like maybe I would give it about a nine. Like it is, it it is really up there for me. And I think it's mostly due to the story. I I think that really bumps it up a lot. I, I, I will say just getting back just a little bit to level design. I did think it was very easy to get lost, especially on Mount Olympus, but I do appreciate that they had multiple pathways up the mountain. Yeah, that was pretty Um, cool. I really enjoyed that. that. So that that is really nice. Uh, But yeah, I I did think maybe it could have done with a few less invisible walls, considering you can pretty much climb up the whole dang mountain. So why do we need invisible walls here? But yeah, I would say other, other than that, really loved it. And yeah, one of my favorite worlds. So yeah, moving on from that, then we have uh, Riku and Mickey in Dark World. Uh, they're off looking looking for Aqua. Like that, this whole yeah. segment really surprised me. And then you get to fight as Riku, fight the Demon Tower. Yep. yep. And then Riku loses his Keyblade and changes his hair. And then a mysterious voice talks to him. And <laughs> what'd you think of the 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 Riku fight? I. Had prob- I had, had an issue with how they mapped the shortcuts, just saying. Same! Right? I have... Who? Who? Why? Who puts triangle right? as cure? Why? Like, but like... Nomura, the- why are you trolling me? Yeah. That's oh my, my fire. That's my fireplace. Mm-hmm. Dang it. Um, so yeah, that that, that screwed oh me God. up. There, there are uh, occasional battles that happen like this later in the game that also has similar mapping. Yeah. But it was what fun. Cool... I really liked it. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it's... for sure. And like, it just sucks though because you felt all this power from Riku, and you're like, I have to go back to Sora, and like, you need to. Yeah, be I have to go back to Sora. So now. much better. <laughs> like, but his stuff is really cool. It's his playstyle is much obviously much more different than Sora, so yeah. you had to kind of feel for it a little bit at first, like really quickly because things are just attacking yeah. you. Exactly. But yeah, yeah I, I, I do appreciate that they did make him very kind of OP that, you know, it makes, makes sense, sense for him. Yeah, because he's a Keyblade Master at this point. So. Exactly. And if, if you're just being thrown into a character, he better be pretty strong because yeah. it's going to take time to learn him. So. But I think I also like that it just shows like the potential of what Sora can be like in this game. Exactly. Because exactly. he already has like all these maxed out abilities and you're just kind of like, okay, like we'll just see where this is going to go. And but yeah, no, I I enjoyed it, and I was disappointed. No, I can't really say anything yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll we'll get to it later. <laughs> so yeah, moving on to Twilight Town. So in terms of Twilight Town, uh, story wise, pretty straightforward. Uh, Sora, Donald, and Goofy show up. Uh, they bump into Hainer, Pence, and Olette. Surprise, nobodies. Oh, oh no, first surprise, nobodies. Which they were like, uh, you know, Sora, Donald, and Goofy, they were talking about Roxas, and then nobody show up. Have you come for our liege or something like that? Are you looking for our liege? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh my god, they're they're doing the Kingdom Hearts 2 references already. Gosh dang. <sighs> Let me just say, this game is really good. This is, this is going to be ongoing discussion. This game is really good at calling back to things that you have not thought about in 5,000 years. Oh yeah, for sure. This This game goes deep into Kingdom Hearts lore and just like pulls out all the stops just randomly to throw in references to old games. And I really appreciate that. In that way, it kind of reminds me of uh, Metal Gear Solid 4, where Metal Gear Solid 4 had like all these like crazy references to random parts of the Metal Gear series. (laughs) 
Kingdom Hearts 3 is that. And this is like one of the first ones of those is like, have you come for our leash? And I'm like, oh my God, that's a deep dive line. Yep. Yep. So fight them. And then suddenly, Hainer Pensinolette, hi, bye, Demon Demon Tide. Right. Comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Fighting Demon Tide. Now, let me just say, so it's up until this point. At this point of the game, we have finally experienced all of Kingdom Hearts 3 that we saw in 2013. Because the opening trailer, well, well, except for except for one cutscene, which comes later. But, you know, in terms of gameplay-wise, we fought the Rock Titan, and then now we're fighting Demon Tide in Twilight Town. And yeah. It's just like, man, this has all finally come full circle. Right. Uh, and, and it looks so much more beautiful now because Twilight Town is so much more detailed. Wow, Twilight Town is very, very dense with detail. It is so dense with detail yeah. in a very, very, very small place. <laughs> I it's very detailed, and I was kind of upset with how the layout of it was. I uh, so small. I really wanted to go back to the usual spot and like everything. Usual else. spot. Go to the the, the station. Tower, yeah. The, yeah, the station. Go on top of it. Sit on top of it. I don't know anything. Yeah. Because for me, all I was thinking about was like, man, Unreal Engine Four. They can do large worlds. Like we just came from Olympus. Like that is such a massive town. Like, ba- <laughs> joking. Hey, hey. Remember back in PlayStation Three era, Square Enix was saying HD towns are hard. We can't do them. And look at that. They. In Olympus, oh that's so God, good. Yeah. And then we get to Twilight Town. Oh, and it's just no. amazing, it's beautiful, uh, but tiny. Yes, so so tiny. So yeah, not not happy about that, and also not happy when I like, you know, climbing up the walls, and then they have the the fences there. Oh my God, like dang. The- it's like those it's like the pigeons I can't sit on them. Like that's literally yes. how it felt, and I was like, "Oh my okay. god!" What really pissed me off is okay. I understand having the fences where I'm not allowed to be. I get that. Why does it keep me from getting on top of those buildings? What's right. the point? What if okay? Let's just say hypothetically, we got rid of the fences so I could actually stand on the roof. But then on the back of the roof where I'm not supposed to go, put the fences there. Allow me to explore, get on top of those buildings, and stand there so I can get a nice dang picture of the, the, the clock tower. I can't get a good picture of the clock tower. There's no good place to take a picture of it. Oh, God. Oh, my oh, goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there, it's so, great. So there's not, there's not not really a good place to take pictures. But, yes, it, very beautiful. Everything there's about people. it is gorgeous. There's people. Oh, yes. We need to talk about that. Pe- yeah, oh, people. my God. This, this game and NPCs. Yeah. This... This is also going to be an ongoing discussion. It's, uh, Kingdom, it's... Kingdom Kingdom Hearts three is revenge. Oh God! King, King, it starts. This is going to be a big theme. This is going to be it a big starts. theme. Oh Kingdom Hearts three is revenge, and this is one of the first bits of revenge. Revenge number one: NPCs. Everybody has been crapping on Namora throughout the whole Kingdom Hearts series. Where are the NPCs? And he's like, here. You want NPCs? Here they are. Dang NPCs. And listen to all the garbage they have to say because you won't have... buy them. They say so much stuff, and it's like, yo, this is not relevant so to me. There's so many people. And it's you know so what? Funny. 
I know it's sad, and I'm sure there's some people in our audience that are, you know, going to be sad by me saying this, but I understand why they only did English and Japanese dialogue now. There's so much dialogue in this game. There's so many people just talking everywhere. And I get it. Yes, it, it sucks that there isn't a French version. It sucks there isn't a Spanish version. But I can't imagine how expensive this was to localize even into English because there's so many people here. I mean, like, also, like, did you see the names of the voice actors that were in this this time around? Oh, boy. Yeah, there's a certain... There's There's a certain... There's a certain uh, replacement voice actor that I didn't know he was the replacement, and he's a big actor. We'll talk about him later in the game, but gosh dang, let me just say Blade Runner. Blade Runner. Um just saying <laughs> moving on uh so so yeah npcs wow we have npcs now yep. i will also say as tiny as it is at least it is seamless yes. so i can seamlessly go from the tram common all the way to the mansion okay i, can appreci- I, just- <laughs> I appreciate that can I just say I almost got lost? Like I couldn't find the freaking mansion. I was like, <laughs> yeah, "Where the, are you?" The, the the forest, the forest is still the same but size. Like, no but hole. man, yeah, the layout is pretty nuts. Yeah, no, oh, yeah, the, it was just like okay, like go back to the mansion, and I was like, "Yo, guys, oh, I haven't yeah, been yeah, back yeah. here." And you just go to the wall, and you're like, is and "There's this nothing like a there." Thing like I was yeah, like, and you have to go searching. through the sewer. Yeah, yeah, so then you have to look around, and I was like, "Oh, I get it now." Yeah, there's some there's some boys uh, over there that no matter what you do, if you ever walk by there, they'll always say hidden man, hidden mansion here I come or like secret old yeah, mansion. Yeah, like oh here yeah, I we come. should gotta, we gotta go to the mansion like stuff like yeah. that. And I was like, but yeah. where is it? And then I found it. And exactly. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, it's it's a little out of the way, but it is there. You know what's so, also nice? Yeah, trees. <laughs> just... Trees are nice. They're really beautiful. Just a, but there's a lot of trees. <laughs> There's a lot of trees. By the way, uh, one of the licenses that uh, Square Enix got for middleware for this game was Speed Tree, which is, which makes a lot of sense, and it'll make a lot more sense as we talk about the game going further. But this whole game is filled with so many, so much dang beautiful trees. Right. Oh my God. Beautiful trees. Let me. I'll just just say beautiful grass. There is a lot of beautiful grass in this game. Beautiful grass. Beautiful trees. Beautiful flowers. You sound like Olaf right now. Your Olaf's coming out. Beautiful flowers, beautiful grass. I can't wait to get to some of these further worlds that we're going to talk about because there's oh so, many, so much wait. beautiful foliage. Uh, or as some people say, foliage. It is not foliage. It is foliage. Anyway. So, yeah, I think that pretty much covers presentation. Like, yeah. it's beautiful. Uh, story-wise, so, so yeah, getting back to story. So we go to the Hidden Mansion, bump into uh, Little Chef, Remy, Ratatouille, that that dude. Help him out. What do you think of the uh, the Little Chef minigame? Um, are, are, are you good at any of them? Okay, I was good once, and then everything else I got good, <laughs> and then it got, like, too hard or too, not, like, too slow. And I was yeah. like, are you serious right now? I got one excellent, yeah. and I was like, you know what? Oh. Whatever. But anyways, like I, I did it good, just so I'm, you know. Yeah, I'm good at some of them. I am re- I'm really bad at the egg one. That egg one is that too egg hard. Is stupid. It's so stupid. Well, I'm trying you to figure to be, like, out so the careful. timing because like okay, I'm tr- I'm trying to master the flambe thingy. Yeah. But it has that little 
thing that like pops out in the side. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like when you're when you're yeah, yeah, pouring yeah. it in, and then you feel you see that. Is that when I stop? Is that when I fire it up? It's like I don't. Even... Okay, so with the with the with the flambe, so you, so you're swirling around the the wine or whatever, and then once you see the imagination uh ui special effects go behind sora's head once they get really really extravagant basically once there's a lot of it on the screen that's when you slam it down oh okay so i keep doing it too early then yeah you keep doing it too early so you don't do it right away you do it when you see it it's like really uh, elaborate on the screen and then bam and then you do it and it's the same thing so that's the same thing with the eggs but the eggs is harder because it's really easy to screw it up so you're like supposed to pull pull it very slowly pull it apart 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 apart, apart, and then and then you'll you'll see the stuff coming but the thing with the eggs though is like it comes and it starts to go away so you have to like get it right in the middle at at that perfect timing so i hate the eggs i hate the eggs and i also hate the salt shaker the salt shaker is so I hate the salt shaker. I keep dropping it. Oh yeah. Oh, I just like I was I was confused at first because it was the first time I did it, and I was like, oh, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing, and then I was like, okay, I'll just do whatever. Yeah. I like I like the cutting one. That one's easy. Just like do it fast. It's a cooking mama. <laughs> That's literally what I felt like. Yeah. So um, yeah. So I did some of it because I was trying to understand. It just brought me back like Final Fantasy fifteen vibes of like yeah. eating things to boost stuff. So I was yeah. like the, trying the to food, find the food. The food is the food is definitely beautiful. Got yeah. Got to give them that. Oh yeah. And uh, and oh my god, Goofy and Donald will not shut up about the ingredients. Oh my god, this oh. might be a good place to find some ingredients. But like, I think there's some ingredients here. No, no, no. The only problem I have with it right now is that Donald is surprisingly much slower saying that phrase than anything he's so slow he's like this would be a great place for some ingredients and i was like why are you saying it so slow yeah i hate that that is so long and then i get mad so i immediately try to look for it and i was like okay shut up it's here like i have it whatever go away and then like the emblem thing too when yeah. They say so that. this is also the yeah. This is also the world where they uh, start the lucky emblems. The thing that I hate about them talking about lucky emblems is when I've just found the lucky emblem. I am looking at it and pulling out my camera, and then Goofy's like, "I think I see a lucky emblem." Like Goofy, I already found it. No, no, no. Mine was, I think I see an emblem. I'm like, where, where, yeah, where. where? Where is and it? then they don't, then they don't at? say it again. Yeah, and I was like, am I in the right spot? Like, and it's always like. And I remember that I think I got it at one point, and then it was, like, maybe, like, five to ten feet, like, further, and they're like, there's a lucky emblem here, and I was like, where? Like, I, what? No. Yeah. Stop. Like, I get so pissed about it. It's, oh my god. But, like, I, I struggled really hard with some of them, and some of them yeah. just, like, oh I, I had to use a guide at the end, but I, I think I did pretty well overall. I, I would, like... Uh, for for me, anytime I would get to like a really tense po- point of the story, like maybe after a, like a big story point happened, I would always go back after that, to, like sort of like chill and relax. Uh-huh. I would go do do lucky emblems for a while and like explore the worlds, and I would I would usually find them or at least some like straggling chests that I miss. So 
that's overall been pretty good. So I guess like the main part of the story with Twilight Town was it's setting up the whole adventure of finding Roxas and the old Twilight Town and all that. But what I found disappointing, and maybe this is like a little bit of a spoiler, was we didn't get to go to the old Twilight Town. I was... I was firmly expecting that we would go back to the old Twilight Town and that would be where we go to explore Twilight Town. But no. Yeah. They didn't. No. And I I, I go back and want to quote Ansem the Wise. Or, or no, quote Riku that looks like Ansem. Is it really that hard to make a beach? <laughs> I want to go to the beach! I know. Can we just go to the beach already? Come on! Can we just talk about the fact that like... um, Okay, I have two things about yeah. Twilight Town. One, Scrooge has a Scottish accent randomly. And I was like, I'm so confused. And then two, he's using the kids to hustle money. Yeah. He's he's, he's a pretty wild dude. Yeah. Yeah. It was just super funny. Like, I was just like, wow, this is okay. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, if you had to score Twilight Town, what would you give Twilight Town out of 10? Um, I probably give Twilight Town like, like an eight point five, just because of like how beautiful it is, and yeah. I think that really just it really just starts off Kingdom Hearts three, yeah, with more true. of like the Kingdom Hearts plot opposed to like more Disney ish plot, yeah. Um, so I enjoy that more, and I just like I like the changes they made, and. I like that there's the movie theater now, and that's really cute. And yeah. oh my gosh, it's so funny. Oh, All right. But um, yeah. So uh, yeah, that uh, uh, yeah, and I would say for me, uh, probably like a six and a half. Yeah. I, I just didn't. I was really disappointed by how small it was. That's pretty much my only. Yeah, thing. the only thing but I was upset was so small, but like other than that, I I enjoyed seeing nostalgic faces and trying to figure out stuff. Like yeah in the second world so uh yeah i think that covers our discussion for today let's move on to our question segment our first question comes from rachel coleman and rachel coleman asks what do you uh what you do in what you do on the individual disney worlds doesn't fundamentally impact the overarching story of the series instead of being told a story we've seen before in each of the disney movies would it be more interesting to have several short original stories for each world so i guess um instead of like mimicking the movies like like we have in the past would you like more original worlds i I guess so so just um full disclosure this question was asked before kingdom hearts 3 released uh and i think kind of Kingdom Hearts 3 kind of accomplishes that in uh some of these worlds. I I mean, th- this is not a this is not a spoiler if you've been keeping up with um uh the news that that's been going on, but like worlds like Toy Story for example is that's an original story that takes place between uh Toy Story 1 and or Toy Story 2 and Toy Story 3 and it was actually uh made with the ass- assistance of the original, uh, you know, Pixar, uh, uh, you know, Pixar consultants, uh, Monster Inc. was very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, Big Hero Six is also uh, similar to that, where it's you know, in association with the original people that worked on the film, they helped write a new story for that. So uh, there, there are many worlds that do that, and then there's also many worlds that have 
storylines that follow the movies. The movie. Yeah. Like Tangled and Pirates and, and Hercules. And yeah. Hercules. Uh, Her- yeah, Hercules uh, t- to an extent. Yeah. This is like the first time. This is the first time we followed yeah. the movie story, really. Whereas in the past, it's been mostly just uh, the original stories. Mm-hmm. So uh, I-, I guess I guess we could take this in the direction of now that we've experienced these kinds of you know these two different styles of worlds, and, and I think Hercules is a really great example because we've we've seen both with Hercules. Uh, which do you feel you prefer, the more original? take on the world or do you prefer it following the movie or do you think both can be equally good i think both can be equally good and yeah i think at the end of the day it all comes down to execution not yeah. really like, like what, what can we... work and what will yeah. not really you know hinder in a sense like yeah. for example um and well so like for example like we played through mulan's world and that was yeah. part of the movie but Mm-hmm. Um, certain fights took place elsewhere from yes where you were, so that was completely different. Um, yes, and with Hercules, like I really, like I think it's because from Kingdom Hearts One, I actually really enjoyed fighting uh, the Ice Titan and yeah, Rock Titan there, and yeah, having yeah. them back in like the third one was a mm-hmm. good nostalgic feeling. But you also get like the rest of them, which is like all you ever yeah. wanted. Yeah, and like exactly. oh, this is so great. So, I yeah. think for certain ones that can work, I think like certain ones can work. Other ones can yeah. follow the story, and that's fine. Yeah, I think an example of it maybe not working as well, uh, and, and and doing it in in both both regards, being original and being not original, uh, is with Kingdom Hearts two. Because uh, in Kingdom Hearts two, there were a lot of worlds that followed the movie storyline, but also would have a second visit. And then in that second visit, maybe they would have the more original story. And yeah, yeah. Kingdom Hearts two ended up coming off. Even with that still came off as being kind of not so good and and feeling like filler. I I think at the end of the day, like it's all about execution. And I think original or not, I don't think being original or not being original determines whether or not it's a good world. I think, you know, there's there's other factors like story and, you know, characters and character development that I think have a greater impact on the quality of the world. And I think, you know, going back to uh, some of the comments made in the question is that, you know, Disney worlds, you know, don't fundamentally impact the overarching story of a series. But I think... um while not all Disney worlds impact the overarching story, they can, and not that they all do, but they can, in, in I, you know, in the ideal sense, impact the characters. And I think that's one of the Hercules world in Kingdom Hearts three, one of its main strengths. And I think another world that does this, and it's back in Kingdom Hearts one. This world gets a lot of flack, but it's actually really a great world, in my opinion, is Deep Jungle from Kingdom Hearts one. You know, the storyline there doesn't impact the the main plot and even the villains you know they're back in hollow bastion they're laughing at sora how this world doesn't mean anything but it does mean a lot to the character development of sora donald and goofy you know they're talking about their conflicts and how they overcome that and uh you know sora talking about Kyrie and how Kyrie's in his heart and like uh, there's a lot of character development that went on in deep jungle so i think with you know with how you tell your story as long as 
you know, those important core elements happen, I don't think it really matters if it impacts the overarching story. That's all plot stuff. Like Mm -hmm. plot is kind of whatever to me. I think character, you know, there's plot and then there's like character development. I think like in terms of what's going to leave the lasting impression and what's going to be, what's going to be the thing you think about later in the future it's not really going to be the plot. It's going to be the characters and how it made you feel and stuff like that. And I think characters are more characterization is more effective at that. And you can do that whether it's original or not. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's a, that, that does a good job covering uh, that story. Sabrina, if you could take this uh, last question. Sure. This is from Cassidy Morgan. And they asked, there have been rumors about cage three potentially coming to switch and I, for one, am in need of some convincing that it can be done. But to be honest, I don't know how well an engine like UE4 can be scaled to a less powerful console like the Switch. But because Cage 3 was developed on Unreal Engine 4, how scalable do you think the game might be? So before playing the game, I thought like there was a chance. After playing the game, I don't think there's that much of a chance for it to happen. I definitely agree, too. <laughs> Yeah, there's there's stuff later in the game that I'm not going to talk about now because we'll be discussing it more later. But um, I'll just say, you know, for for those who have played it, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean and Big Hero Six. Just look at what those worlds do. You know, those are some of the later Disney worlds. I think that pretty much invalidates Switch as being really a possibility. I mean, they can they can do it. Let me let me just be clear. They could do it. If they really, but they'd have to really cut back on some of the things that they do with it. I think some of the other more difficult things that probably can't be remedied is that uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 has a lot of uh, pre rendered cutscenes. Like pre rendered, high quality cutscenes. And one of the issues that the Nintendo Switch has is that, for one, uh, the cartridges aren't don't have a lot of capacity that's one problem the other problem is nintendo switches do not have enough internal storage uh so i think it would be a pretty big challenge to store all those pre-rendered cutscenes another big problem is the cutscenes that aren't pre-rendered the ones that are being done live on the console because uh, those are pushing Unreal Engine to do some pretty crazy things. They have some really high quality motion blur and like, like uh, Digital Foundry even said like they were doing frame rate calculations on that and they mostly run at 30, but uh, sometimes even the cutscenes have hitches on PS4 Pro and Xbox One X. Wow. So like, you know, you have to remember like just because it's a cutscene doesn't mean it's not, you know, taxing the CPU and the GPU. If it's running real time, it's, you know, it's, you know, just like the game, it's, you know, it can have performance issues too, but, uh, yeah, it, I think on many fronts, it would be very difficult. And I think regardless, if I think if they really wanted to, and they tried their best, they could do it, but I don't think it would, I don't think the, uh, end product would be something people would really want to be playing. I would say also, uh, there is a game, uh, like in terms of how scalable Unreal Engine 4 is, it actually is fairly scalable. I mean, Unreal Engine 4 runs on, uh, mobile. Like, uh, just look at Fortnite. Fortnite runs on iPhone and Android, and that's full Unreal Engine 4. You can check it out. Runs, actually, uh, Fortnite on iPhone 10. Fortnite runs at 10, uh, I don't know about 1080p, but Fortnite runs at 60 FPS. 
Oh, wow. on, I had no on idea. I, on, yeah, on iPhone 10. It's crazy. Wow. Like it runs, it runs really, really good. And that's just like, I, I mean, you know, of course Fortnite would because that's, you know, Epic not only makes the game, but they make the engine. So like they know it best. Um, so I, I think it definitely can be done and could be done well, but like it would be a challenge for some of those worlds. I would say uh, particularly uh, some of the final areas of the game and then also the um, uh, Big Hero 6 world and Pirates of the Caribbean world. I would find that very difficult to port. Um, but uh, in terms of Square Enix, uh, they've got coming soon Dragon Quest XI-S, which is coming for the Switch. Dragon Quest XI is an Unreal Engine 4 game, but it's not an action game. It's a turn-based RPG. So if it has like performance hitches, like who cares? It's turn-based. Like it's not. It doesn't really affect your gameplay because you're waiting and and you're selecting commands from a menu. Whereas Kingdom Hearts is an action game where like every frame counts because that affects your gameplay. Whereas, you know, turn base, if they drop a few frames, like if it goes 25 frames per second, like it doesn't affect your gameplay. So whatever. So yeah, I think that, uh, I think that pretty much wraps it up. Basically I would be very surprised if they did not saying it's impossible, just saying based on what I played, very unlikely. These games were, (laughs) this game was not designed for switch. I'll just tell you that. Yeah. Wasn't designed for switch was not designed for iPhone. Uh, if they made their own version of like, you know, kind of like how final fantasy 15 had with the final fantasy 15, the portable version, portable edition. If they did that, sure. They could do that version. (laughs) The chippy version, but yeah. that's about it. All right, so uh, I, I think what we'll do now is I'll introduce the music. We'll have our outro, but then actually we're going to go into our spoiler cast after that. So just fair warning. Uh, so yeah, let's uh, talk about our music. Our music for this episode is Face My Fears, a cover yeah. of Face My Fears. Finally! I know. I've been waiting so long. <laughs> I've been waiting so long to include this in the show. Uh, so this is a wonderful cover by uh, Thomas Dionardi on YouTube, and it's called Kingdom Hearts 3 Face My Fears Piano Slash Orchestral Version. Really great. I believe he plays the cello live in this, and it sounds amazing. You're going to love it. <gasps> okay. It's so exciting. It, it, it's, a, it's a really good one. And then our next episode of Kingdom Hearts Union is scheduled for the 19th of February. On that podcast, uh, I guess we'll be talking about Toy Story and Kingdom of Corona. Mm-hmm. It'll be the the next two Disney worlds on the list. Uh, one of them is one of my favorite worlds in the game, and one of them is one of my least favorite worlds in the game. And you'll have to wait till next episode to find out which one. And, and one of them blows my mind. One of them is continually blowing my mind. Okay, we'll talk about we'll talk about that in the spoiler cast. All right, but anyway, uh, so. Uh, as always, you guys can subscribe to Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union on the iTunes Store. Just search for Kingdom Hearts and we're number one. Yay. And of course, you can catch up every episode at KingdomHeartsUnion.com or at King- Kingdom Hearts Union's Twitter at KHUnion. At KHUnion, okay. I just so say at KHUnion. Oh, Did sorry. I say it? It, 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 cut out, it cut out on Discord. No worries. Oh. <laughs> uh, and always remember, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash FFKHUnion and send us your questions to khuquestions at gmail.com. All right, Sabby, it's our goodbye time to the people that haven't finished Kingdom Hearts 3. Good luck. Have fun. Enjoy Good luck. it. 
have fun as much as no you can sh- no shame in not finishing yet please enjoy this yes uh, i'm sure most of you just, have yeah. most of you have waited a very long time i was just uh I needed to finish this. I, I do too. I, I, I need to go back I need to my, my life. <laughs> I need to go back to my life and I need my internet back. And it was too dangerous to be on the internet without having finished yep. this game. It's Once so I true. have finished it, now the internet is safe again. I know everything. You can spoil me. <laughs> so anyway, I am Brandon saying goodbye to the people that haven't finished the game. And this, this is Sabrina. Com production. All right. Okay. So starting now. Starting now, we have entered a spoiler... Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Spoiler zone. Spoiler, spoiler. This, this, is, this is all spoilers of everything, everything, everything. Everything is fair game. I'm telling you everything is fair game. Oh I'm my saying God. Not, not one bit is not fair game. We, we all cool about that? Turn off how now if, you, if you're not how okay about, How about that secret ending? Oh my god, no. <laughs> How about that secret ending? Oh my god, hashtag deep dive the game. Oh my god. Hashtag versus 13 is back. I wish hashtag, Cheryl was here with me. <laughs> hashtag Noctis is the master of masters. I'm kidding. I don't Stop believe that, that one. No. I don't believe that one. Oh my goodness. Okay, oh my goodness so. Gracious. Let yeah. me just say, oh. uh, okay, before we get to that. Let's talk about the ending. Oh my god, that was so sad. I oh it broke. God. I cried. I it broke my heart so much. I'll just much. say, many, many, many times during the uh, whole Keyblade Graveyard Final World, many, many times, I had tears in my eyes. I had so many times where I was crying oh, in so many god. for so many different ways and so many different things. Right? I, I, I just it was just I don't know. I, it was emotionally taxing and draining. Yes, and, and it hurt everything. It hurt my every the fiber of my being. It just it hurt my heart. I had I had to take a break a few times. I had to like, oh man, this hurts. I need to, I need to go take a walk. I need to go buy dinner. I need oh to go gosh. watch a chill YouTube video. I need to yeah, watch some it's... cats. <laughs> I can't take yeah. this. Oh my goodness. Oh my. Okay, so yeah, I don't. Just the game itself, I enjoyed majority of the game, that's for sure. I yes. obviously like the last third of it was the best part about it. Oh, and yeah. it's just so cool. Oh, uh, can we just talk about how great Pirates and Big Hero 6 worlds are? It's just, it's oh just my so god, beautiful. That I can't is, get over oh, yeah. it. They, they're, they're my favorite worlds in the game, absolutely. And I, I just, oh I, I just want to say that, like, you know. Based on what we see from the secret ending, and then based on what Pirates of the Caribbean and Big Hero 6 are, this just feels like, when I play that, I'm like, this is the future. Mm-hmm. This it right really here. Is. We we are, with Pirates of the Caribbean and Big Hero 6, I felt like this is where Kingdom Hearts 3 needs to go. Or Kingdom Hearts needs to go in the future. Right. Because this, those... Like the prior worlds, and you kind of hear it a little bit in some of the uh, reviews of this game, is that people harp on some of the like earlier levels. Like this, you know, the level design feels kind of dated. Yes, it's large and they're big and whatever, but it still feels dated. But when I get to the Pirates of the Caribbean world and to Big Hero Six, it's just like this is wide and open, and like I was worried because I always felt like you know, kind of worried that the Kingdom Hearts formula wouldn't work in Mm -hmm. 
an open world because I always felt like, you know, because I think about boss fights, right? right? And with a boss fight, like I think of it as occurring in one small contained area, you know, that's how they can like really plan around the level design and how that's going to work with the boss. Like, you know, with Lingering Well, for example, Lingering Well, it's a big arena, but it's a re- it's an arena. And, though, you know, there's rock pillars in the center. And I, I don't think that boss fight would work as well if it was like a really wide area. But once playing in the Big Hero 6 world and fighting all the Heartless there and like in the Pirates of the Caribbean world, going out on the high seas and going out on an adventure, like and going to different islands and adventuring it, there. And it's great. And I loved how they incorporated that. Like it was just. It's so literally good. Just, it just literally like stop driving this like ship, jump out, go, and that's it. And yeah, then, and it just works. It yeah, just works. It was amazing. Like it was just so immersive and whatnot, and it's oh, definitely it was so great. I love. There's so it much so to much. find, and like I think like that's when Kingdom Hearts three to me really became like all right, this is what Kingdom Hearts three needs to be doing in the future because like like. In the prior worlds, too, like, one of the big things that I noticed is, like, exploration became more of a thing, and especially with the whole Lucky Emblems thing, and, like, there being so many more chests in this game than there's ever been in a Kingdom Hearts game. Like, that's that's really cool, too. But the one thing that's really limiting it in those, uh, you know, other worlds is that there's so many invisible walls everywhere. Yeah. And that that, to me, is what makes it you know it, it kind of dings the older worlds for me a little bit is the fact that you got all you got this wide world and it's really nice and it's really seamless but then you got all these invisible walls and like i can't go here like one really annoying example is like so in hercules right you got the uh the statue of hercules he's doing that big muscle man pose yep. Af- after you're done with it uh, after you're done with Hercules and you're returning to that world and it's all, you know, sunshine and beautiful, you can't climb on that at all. There, there's invisible walls all around it. Why for a an obstacle that's in the middle of the level, there's nothing about, like, I can explore, I can walk on every surface around that model. Why is it that I can't walk on that model? I'm, sh- you know, maybe there's a technical reason. Maybe, you know, the collision would be weird. But, you know, I'm saying like, why can't I walk on the scaffolding around it? Yeah. Why can't I walk on that? Why can't I walk on that? Like, w- what's the point? Like, game design wise, it doesn't make any sense. I can walk around absolutely everything around it. I understand if you're blocking me from going somewhere you didn't do level design for. I get that. You know, this is not like fully open world, and I I understand that. But for something that is within the boundaries of the level, something inside the level, why can't I walk on that? And Big Hero 6 says to me, you want to go there? Yes. You want to go there? Yes. You want to go there? Yes. As long as it's not outside of the boundaries. And then uh, Hero will say no. That's the only problem. It's like, oh, I just set up the boundaries for you. Um, I, think I don't want you to get was, lost. Yeah. What was the one that was... Oh, gosh. It was like... I was just thinking about it, and I totally... Yeah, so, like, there's certain parts where, like, I can definitely jump over this. Yes. And it won't let you. Or it just won't let you cross it. And I'm like, just let me go. Let me do my thing. So, yeah, what I think... Yeah. what, what, What is so refreshing to me is that these two worlds exist. You know, you got you got your big hero six. 
you got your Pirates of the Caribbean, and they just stand up and say, you can do this with Kingdom Hearts, and it can be fun. And in fact, because it's Kingdom Hearts and you got all these crazy crazy movement abilities, it makes it even better than like Grand Theft Auto or whatever. Like You have so many different ways to explore this uh, city and, and this world. You can fly around. You can bounce off of things. You can run up walls. Like there's like it's almost like there's no rules like you can just do it however you want and it's like really explorable and i love that so shout out to them i hope that's where it goes in the future also remember that one part where you're like recollecting the hearts from the lich and you go to the big hero six world and you're outside in front of a building and what do you fight what do you fight you fight a bunch of neo shadows in front of the building at night in the middle of San Francisco, hashtag deep down the game. Y'all know I was screaming by myself. I was screaming, deep dive, deep dive. Oh my God. Your poor neighbors. My poor neighbors. It's okay. I've been waiting for this for so long. So I I just want to, now that we're addressing it a little bit more, let's talk about the secret ending. But before we get to the secret ending, let's talk about the opening of Toy Story. The first thing they show. Now, to me, I I have such crazy muscle memory of watching YouTube videos on my TV and ads playing that I forgot I was playing Kingdom Hearts 3 for a second. And I reached to grab my remote to skip the ad. Like my TV remote, because I thought I was I thought it was a YouTube ad. I was like, wait, what is this? And then I was just like so shocked with how like high quality it right? is. Like it was crazy. What is, what is this random cutscene? This like crazy quality, and then all these characters and like is that Noctis? Yeah, it what looks is so this? similar like to all these characters? Hey, you've got glasses. Are you Ignis? You're, well, you're not Ignis. And then who's this guy with the hat and the red hair? Is that Arden? Prompto? What? Is that Luna? Stella? I don't know. And then what's the Gigas doing in all this? And then, oh, they're watching a commercial. And I just left it at that. I just assumed, oh, Namora's crazy and he just spent a whole bunch of money to because, you know, they're Square Enix and they have access to visual works and, you know, they can do this if they want to. They can they can go there and like, dang, man, they they sure do have a crazy budget for this game. Like, to just throw away money like this for just the intro of Toy right? Story. Oh like, dang. Little did we know. Little did we flippin' know when we saw that. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then Rex, you know, he's all talking about... Rex is ahead of the game. He's the real time traveler. Oh, my God, yeah. He really is. <laughs> he he's, he's just hilarious. He's just... I just love it because he's Yo, like... Zara! But, like, no, he kind of, like, almost... He kind of kind of breaks that fourth wall type of thing oh yeah it's just like it's like yo i have you at like level 47 and we're now just gonna fight like, like, like i to, like, can't beat the bahamut, bahamut blah, boss blah. and i was like what? oh my god it's so funny and i love oh it my so god. much so let, let's talk a little bit about some of the names here so we got verum rex verum means true in latin true and rex kind of like tyrannosaurus rex What's Tyrannosaurus Rex? He's the king of the dinosaurs. He's the tyrant king. Rex means king. So, true Verum king. Rex is, yes. True, true king. king. Ooh. King. 
That's that's some that's a that's a spicy meatball. That's a spicy meatball. And then let's talk about yozora. So in Japanese, yozora comes from two kanji. The first kanji is yoru. Yoru means night. Zora. It comes from the kanji sora. Just like sora, it means sky. What does it mean? Night sky. Yozora means night sky. Let's talk about another character that has a name that's similar to that. Noctis Lucius Kylum. Noctis means night. Kylum means sky. Night sky. We talked. I mentioned it earlier. I mentioned it earlier. Kingdom Hearts 3 is revenge. Kingdom Hearts Here we 3 go. is revenge. It's starting. It's starting. But all right, so let, let, let's let's talk about the secret ending. Let's talk okay. about the secret ending. So Sora wakes up. He's in the middle of Shibuya. Yeah. Hash hashtag Namora's playing the long game. Hashtag remember Dream Drop Distance. Uh, Traverse Town second visit. The last thing Neku says to you. See you in Shibuya. All the way back in 2012, Nomura, you crazy, you crazy I man. Know. What I are just you doing? Oh I can't God. believe it. I thought that was a throwaway line, but I think like Kingdom Hearts, you know, uh, we also talked about this before. Kingdom Hearts 3 goes real deep into Kingdom Hearts lore and pulls back things you never thought were important yeah. and like makes it a thing. Nomura went and pulled that back and made this a, a game. It's going to be a new game. Oh my goodness gracious. <laughs> All right, so he's in he's in Shibuya and specifically he's in the World's End with You version of Shibuya. Yeah. Uh, don't believe don't believe us? Go look at the cover of The World's End with You and see what that building says. It says 104. The real one in Shibuya says 109. So yeah, that's that's pretty crazy. But when it where it gets real crazy is when Riku looks up at the Tokyo Metropolitan Government Building and who's on top of it but Yozora, you know, Noctis, or not, not, Noctis. Not Noctis. Not Noctis. <laughs> not Noctis. <laughs> up there. With his blue and red eye, hashtag remember the Versus 13 trailer, where his eyes turn red. Red. Hashtag, did you hear the music? Did you hear that psalmist playing right there? Oh, yes. yeah. That was on purpose. Mm-hmm. Hashtag, hashtag the tea is real. Hashtag, let me just get into a little bit of a happy mood, but like, if I'm not already there, hashtag deep dive the game. <laughs> hashtag deep, deep dive the game. I feel so vindicated for my years of deep dive love. Y'all, 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 y'all sleeping on the deep dive references here. Y'all are sleeping on the deep dive references here. Let's talk about the music that's playing in this trailer. Let us talk about the music that is playing in this trailer. What is the first song that we hear? Let's not talk about that. Let's, what is the second song we hear in this trailer? The second song we hear in this trailer is Another Side. What? Another Side. As in Another Side, Another Story, Deep Dive? As in Yes. Yes. Yep. It is that song. It plays... Specifically, the first part where it's like, dun, 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 that whole part. And it's like zooming around Shibuya and doing all kinds of crazy camera cuts. That is specifically from another side. And it's specifically like 
So, so another side, there's like two parts to the song. Mm-hmm. There's the part of the song that's like the Organization 13 theme. They don't play that part. No. They play the part where it's like just the part that's in deep dive and deep dive only. So they're like specifically saying this is not the Organization 13 theme that is playing. This is another side that is playing, just so you know. As in the last time we played this was deep dive or when we fought uh, Brag slash Lushu in uh, Breath by Sleep. So they play that. Then they play the the not Somnus song, which, by the way, go watch Deep Dive and then go watch the the first trailer for Versus Thirteen. I say it every time. Versus Thirteen was supposed to be Deep Dive the game. They are so identical. In my mind, the the way this has been is that Versus Thirteen that was Nomura's chance to make his dream game, and it was ripped away from him. And this is his opportunity to go make his dream game. And he is going to make it. And he's been trying to make his dream game ever since 2002 when he made Deep Dive. He had a vision for a game. And it took him all this year, these years. And he's finally going to realize it through uh, a franchise that he has 100% control over. You know, apart from Disney. Yeah. So. Crazy. I love it. I love it. Let's also talk it's about just- the other song that plays in this trailer the first song let's also talk about final world so final world has some of the most beautiful music in the game Mm -hmm. i love it so much if you listen real closely to the beginning of the secret movies you know video what music is playing it's little hints little hints of final world Let's go back to Final World. Let's talk about Final World. There's some cutscenes in there. But I want to talk about the unnamed star. Which people are divided on. Some people say it's a Kingdom Hearts character. Some people say it's a Versus 13 character. I'm on team. It's Versus 13 reboot. So, the unnamed star. She's talking about stuff. She's saying things like, you know... uh, the person I'm waiting for, his form has changed. His heart has changed beyond recognition. If I came back, he would be saddened by my absence. In my opinion, that voice we are hearing is Stella from Versus 13. I think it's Stella. Now, some people are saying, you know, the unnamed star is Strelitzia from Union Cross. And that's what I thought initially. Which is fair. Yeah. And I think that is totally a possibility. That is totally a possibility. So in that case, the unnamed star is Strelitzia, and the person she's waiting for most likely is Lorium, because she's referring to a man, and you know, so that would be Lorium. So that's totally a possibility. Not saying it's not, but in terms of the uh, theming and the story, let's talk about. What music is playing in the trailer in the secret movie? You hear Final World. What is the name of the trailer? Yozora. As in that character, that guy, Yozora. That that guy Rex keeps yelling about. Yozora! Yozora! <laughs> AKA Noctis. Yeah. Or not Noctis. Yozora. Night Sky. Noctis Lucius Kylum. Alright, let's get back to it. So the Final World music is playing. That ties Yozora to Final World. And who is the denizen of a uh, Final World? It is this unnamed star. 
this unnamed Stella, if you will. I'm I'm on team hashtag it's Stella. Maybe That's it's just both a theory. <laughs> a, a game theory, exactly. <laughs> I know it is just a theory. It's just a theory. But it's a really I, good this, one. This could all be wrong, and also. There could be a, an, an interview released maybe like tomorrow, even before this podcast released, that completely debunks everything. I'm just yeah. saying, based on what I know right now, and that's why this spoiler cast, this isn't the last we're going to talk about it. We're going to keep talking about the game. And when we finally get to the last episode where we talk about Kingdom Hearts 3, we'll talk about this stuff again with whatever knowledge we gain at that point. Yep. Most likely by then, I think the... Uh, uh, Kingdom Hearts Three Ultimania will probably be out by then, so we'll be able, we'll probably have more information. But uh, that's that's where my head's at is that we are entering the the new direction for Kingdom Hearts is enter the Nomoraverse. Of all the all the ideas sor- uh, Nomura has had for games that have either come out or maybe haven't come out, things that he's always wanted to do. Uh, you, you know, that's why Sora is in Shibuya, you know, for the world ends with you, maybe the world's end with you. Like, l- let's be real. The world ends with you. The remake, whatever for switch did not do well sales wise. Yeah. And I don't think there would ever be an, a uh, possibility that it would get the level of funding that a kingdom hearts game would have. Meaning I don't think it would ever get a console game. So this seems like, the world ends with you is really only chance to get this kind of treatment kind of like with, you know, dream drop distance. That was the only chance that it had to get like back then that kingdom hearts level treatment was to join with kingdom hearts. So I guess this is our, our chance. And, you know, I don't know where the Nomura verse is going to take us, but man, I'm excited as to the, know as the master of masters gestures, nothing but love, man. Nothing but love. Hearts hearts all around. I'm with it. I'm I am more on board now than ever, mostly because he called out the two things that I love so much. Deep dive and versus thirteen. Oh man. I am in. Like I I'll I'll be real with you. When when the ending happened of Kingdom Hearts three, I know we didn't even really talk about it. Sora, you know, Sora fades away and disappears, and then don't think twice is playing it, and all I feel is bitter. All I feel is bitter and angry, and I don't want nothing to do with it. I was thinking in my head, like, nope, in my head canon, they got together, Kyrie and Sora kissed, they found it, I'm done, I am done with Kingdom Hearts. I was done until Yozora came out. And then I was like, I was like Al Pacino in that one meme, is like, once I got out, and then they pull me back in. That's me. (laughs) That is me. I am Al Pacino in the Mafia. They pull me back in. They, Nomura used the exact thing that, the, not only that, he used the only thing. He used the only thing that could pull me back in. And he used it. He used the exact right Specifically for got you. Me. Exactly. This is, I felt like that. I felt like this is written for me. Is he listening to the yeah. podcast? If so, Probably. I love you, man. You're so cool. I love it. <laughs> oh, my God. So I am so excited. Can't wait. I can't wait to talk to Chiro about this. You yeah. I'll I, I most likely have to wait until... We get to that part of the of the actual proper Kingdom Hearts three discussion, but mm-hmm. I didn't basically I didn't want to wait anymore. Sabi, you just finished the game, so we needed to talk about this. Oh yeah, for sure. I I had to talk to to someone about it, and yeah, like so your theories so blew if, my mind about it too. So oh yeah, so I don't know if they I, look. 
again, just theories. We don't know. Yeah. But I, I'm I'm still on hashtag Kingdom Hearts three is revenge in every sense of the word. Like yeah. every like all the game design choices feel like revenge. All of the story choices feel like revenge. I also think that, like, just the beginning of it was just kind of like, you know, playing by the rules, getting them what yeah, they yeah, want yeah. type of thing. And then you got to the end, and it was just like everything I ever wanted, and this is happening right here, right now, and oh, everyone's yeah. going to feel this. Yeah, it's it's a wild, wild ride. Man, I just... I could not have anticipated them going in the direction they did. Yeah. The o- the only thing that I just like I can't wrap my head around is, is so have you seen the epilogue as well? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm sure you, so you you would have seen that. I don't see how the, that connects with the secret ending. I don't see how that connects right? at all. Cuz like I okay, I get it. Like okay, you know, clearly Brag Zigbar, Lushu, however you want to call them. Clearly, that's important. Clearly, they wouldn't have made the back cover movie if they weren't going to be important at some point. So obviously, they're involved and like they they set up a lot of story. And I know you haven't you haven't read the secret stuff yet, but there's more regarding them in that, too. Um, We'll talk about that more in a future spoiler cast. But like there's a lot there, but I just don't see where the connection happens and that makes me feel like and and this wouldn't be the first time but this makes me feel like what we're seeing here is him hyping up not just one game that's my guess is i don't think this is one game that he's showing and that would line up with stuff they've done in the past like for example um you know go back to kingdom hearts one for example the epilogue of Kingdom Hearts 1, you know, Sora, Donald, and Goofy in the grassy field chasing after Pluto, that's kind of like preview to Chain of Memories. Mm-hmm. Whereas Deep Dive and un- Another Side is more like Kingdom Hearts, Kingdom Hearts 2 slash it actually ended up being 358 over 2 because I guess that part of the stuff got maybe cut a little bit from Kingdom Hearts 2. Look, Kingdom Hearts 2 had a problem with it. It had trouble development, but whatever. But, like, you know, look at Kingdom Hearts 2. The epilogue sets up Recoded. It sets up Dream Drop Distance. It sets up all of that stuff. Whereas the secret ending, that sets up Birth by Sleep. Like, that's those are two different games. Like, if you remember back to Birth by Sleep and you look at the epilogue and you look at the secret ending, that, that also was kind of like that. Like, how did those connect? Answer is, they kind of didn't. It, well, I mean, the letter talked about them. It's like the people from the past that, you know, you need to end their hurting and all of that. Like it was about it, but we didn't know that connection at the time. And at the end of the day, it ended up being separate products anyway, mm-hmm. several separate products. So I think personally, it's going to be, you know, this is this is the next saga for Kingdom Hearts. And I don't think it's one game and I don't think it's just... um console games i think it's also you know obviously going to involve union cross clearly that's Mm -hmm. going on and it's making them a bunch of money so you know that'll that'll keep going and uh it sounds like there's going to be dlc for kingdom hearts 3 coming i think it was like one one big dlc at some point and then smaller dlcs as well i don't know there'll be more uh, in interviews later i think but so yeah 
as I said, just when you th- just when we thought we were getting out, right? Just it just brings th- you back <laughs> in. I can't it believe it. I know. Oh. Actually, uh, Namora said it in the um, in, uh, there was a book release, the Kingdom Hearts Three Perfect Book. It's kind of like a preview book. Okay. And in his interview, his last line in there was like, you know, uh, people keep telling me to just end it, just end it. But I feel with this game, once it's over, people are going to be begging me for the next installment immediately. And example number one. <laughs> yep. <laughs> this game is revenge. This game is yeah. revenge. Oh you want me to end it? You want me to end it? You want me to end it? Nope. Bring it back. Give us more. Yeah. So, <sighs> so what we need to say is, we need we need to go on record and say, no, I I never want Kyrie and Sora to kiss. I never no, want them it. to kiss. No, stop that. Never, never end the story. Look, it's this is reverse. I know. Psycho- it's reverse. I know. I, know. I, I never want them me. to kiss. I never want them to get back together, and I never want there to be a conclusive, conclusive ending. Do with that what you will. Ah, the wounds are still fresh. (laughs) It's still painful. I know. It hurts me so much. I was crying so much. (laughs) Uh, It was was brutal, but I don't know. Yeah, I felt the same way. Yeah, definitely. I, I felt the same way. Like, when I first saw the ending, I kind of felt like. It happened. I can't believe this happened. And it's just right? like, it kind of like tainted my opinion of the game at first. Like, I was just like, man, screw this game. Like, I felt so high on it. And then you just end it like this. And like, no, like completely anticlimactic. And like, not, nothing about the happiness that happens in like the the ending of, you know, Yen Sid and all of them going back to Disney Castle. Nope. I felt completely numb totally like bitter but with all this like secret ending stuff with you know lushu and and then especially with the yozora stuff and hashtag deep dive the game brought me back in yeah he he gave me the only thing that would have gotten me back well the only thing that would have gotten me back and then interested in the next games because i i guess the other thing that would have got me back is like jk sora Kyrie kiss chew <laughs> <laughs> That would have gotten me back, but like, all right, and now I'm done, and I'm free. I can live my life and forget about Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> I can just be a normal human again. Nope. Got me back in. He pulled me by the, the one string. The one string. I've been saying it so many years. The one thing. He did the one thing. I just found it hilarious that it just drew you back so fast. I know. It's the one. <sighs> Man. How did, he, how did he know? He just knew. The answer he knows is. Everything. The answer is when the, when the master of masters pulls off his hood, it's gonna be Tetsuya Nomura. It's him. He's the master. He's master. gonna put himself in the game, the Abby. Oh he's God. gonna put himself in the. He's gonna be like Hideo Kojima. Always put himself <laughs> in the game. Oh man, I love it. I'm so excited. I don't know where this series is gonna go. This is crazy. I Can't I feel wait. very bittersweet with it right now. Like I just feel it is. It is, and it's gonna take a while. And like yeah, like. Yeah, because definitely when I first, yeah, went through it, it was just like, kind of like the bitterness, like really did put a, a big damper on it. But then, mm-hmm. like for me, the the one saving grace was the excitement of what the future holds, and yeah, that that to me is where I 
am excited. And I I don't know what the future will have for Sora and Kyrie if there is a future. Like for all we know, Sora will have a new love interest in this world. No, maybe. Stop it. No, it, it could it could it could even, be like another. No. It could be Ash stop. Ketchum. Stop reading this. Ash Ketchum. All right, Miss Misty's done. Now it's time to move on to May and then Dawn oh and no, whoever. No, and no, I'll just tell be you like that's ten and ten two type of thing. He's, yep, just new, uh, new girl. Stop. Hashtag new waifu. Stop. <laughs> that would be so bad. I know. I, I, I'm hoping not. Yeah. I'm hoping his new journey will be. I need to get home. Yeah. Get to my girl. Get to my girl. Hashtag oh my gosh, get to so my girl. Cute. Hashtag you can't do this to me again tomorrow. You can't do They're this. So ripping cute. them away again. Oh my god. Like when they oh when they touched no. hands. Oh my no, god, when, when they, they touch hands. Share, when they share the popper fruit together. Oh, they, I oh my god. that. I'm going to make that my wallpaper. Yes. Let's just, just remember let's oh just remember god. that moment and keep it there. Yeah, I just want that. And you know what? Instead. You know what? As as sad as this is, no matter how much, gotta remember they shared Paupu fruits. Right? That's why I was That's like, oh, the hope. We can't lose our one tiny ray of hope. They shared Paupu fruits. That means they will be a part of each other's lives forever. Forever. That's the rules. As in like fairly <laughs> odd parents. That's the rules. <laughs> and if we know anything about Tetsuya Nomura now, is that no part of Kingdom Hearts lore is off uh, off the tables. And this that is our one little trump card, and let's not all let's all also forget Luxord gave Sora a wild card. He's yeah. got something. He's got something in his hands, and also Zigbar's got Pandora's box. Yep. I don't know what that means, <laughs> but that I, that might be something, or maybe he's maybe that was a, a red herring. I don't know, but also shout out to Maleficent and Pete for being so important yet so uninvolved. It just they had nothing to do with the game, but I want to know everything about what's going to happen with them because that's crazy. But like, how did they, they were, know that they, they were, were in the epilogue? Uh, there's there's yeah, some like... there's some stuff in Union Cross. Like, uh, there there was a whole thing back in I think it was like September, where uh, Maleficent like meets up with Xehanort, and then Xehanort's like, "I knew you would time travel back here. Ever since you lost your heart to Riku back in Kingdom Hearts One, I knew you would try to time travel back here and try to get the Book of Prophecies." But uh, I blocked you. I, I stopped you from being able to something or other. Basically, they didn't recreate her world again somehow. And then they made it so that she was always trapped in the storybook version of that world and whatever. Interesting. Okay. But yeah, basically, Xehanort at that point gives her a, kind of a hint as to where the Book of Prophecies is. And she's he basically like, I don't know. that That's why in Olympus Coliseum or in Olympus... She tells Pete, you know, this is the one lead we have, you know, yeah, Xehanort might be lying to us that, you know, the box contains the Book of Prophecies, but it's our only, it's our only clue. And since it's our only clue, we have to investigate it thoroughly. So that's, that's why they're going around looking for the box. 
which you wouldn't know unless you played Union Cross, but like, dang. Anyway, so I think I think that's enough spoiler cast for now until we get further uh, discussing the game uh, properly. And I think by the time we uh, come back around to doing another spoiler cast like this, uh, possibly the Kingdom Hearts 3 Ultimania will be out and, you know, we'll probably have more information to go on by then. So hopefully it'll be a more informed opinion. I hope nothing rains on my parade of hashtag deep dive the game hashtag versus team because that is the one thing that is that that's oh, my pow- that's my pow poo fruit my pow poo fruit is <laughs> deep dive deep dive lives and so does noctis and stella yeah that's 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 the hope that i cling on to also before we go so the whole deal with the Gigases, was that just a Toy Story thing or is that actually going to be a part of this? Because I don't know. I don't get it. Because like the, the the whole commercial that the toys were watching, like mm-hmm. the Gigases were all in there and like really a part of the battle. And then when you uh, play the Verum Rex mini game that's in the video game area, like that's all nothing but Gigases. So are Gigases? I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah, I don't but know if they're really involved. They be, but... better be cooler Gundams, to be honest. If it's gonna yeah, be they better. Yeah, they, I I hope they maybe rethink the designs and like the designs we got are just kind of like for Toy Story World, and maybe they'll redesign yeah. them to be a little cooler. Because I don't know. It like, is. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, they look good, but maybe not the greatest. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. There'll be more to come in the future, I'm sure. <gasps> Maybe it's a crossover. Maybe they did a crossover, like Monster Hunter or something like that type of <laughs> feeling thing, and it's only like for that part of the game. <laughs> but Maybe. like, it's just separated from everything else. All yes. I know is I can't wait for this crazy ride that Namora is taking us on. I'm I'm ready. My body is ready. My body's not ready. I just need to process still. Yeah, my b- private more. <laughs> yeah. I say I say I say my body is ready, but it's not actually ready. I'm just like I'm uh, broken. You know what? Whatever. <laughs> Put take 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 the you know my body turned into like a just a pile of jello. I'm just a piece of slime on the floor. Like just put oh my God. <laughs> pour pour the pour the slime into the seat of the roller coaster that Namora is taking us on. Just pour it in. Don't worry about the lap bar. I don't need it. <laughs> centripetal centripetal force will keep me in the seat. That's what physics taught me. You know, you put the wa- <laughs> you put the water in the bucket and you swing it around your head. It stays in. That's me. I'm the piece of slime that's stuck in there. Just uh, whatever it is, I'm in. I'm in. I'm all in. All right. So I think that's good for now. So thank you guys for for uh, listening to it. If you've listened this far, uh, next episode, 19th of February, and the Kingdom Hearts 3 deep dive stream will start on Friday, February 8th. Uh, 8 p.m. Eastern time. Yeah. All right. Say say goodbye again, Sabby. Bye. Have fun. <laughs> yeah, have fun with the game and all of that. I hope you beat the secret boss and got all the uh, secret reports. All right. Bye. Bye.